Sat Pod. 183. There it is. I'm he, back. He's back. I'm not deceased. He's alive. Somehow. By the grace of God, he's pulled through his illness and has, has graced us with his presence today. I love how Warren would be like, I haven't heard from Scott at all. And I'm like, I texted in pics. How did no one hear from me? You're the one that told me to do that. No, I wanted it to be like a milk carton thing. My, the gimmick I wanted compared to the gimmick of how's how that any different than me saying I haven't heard from you? I wanted it to be like a, <laughs> like a hashtag scene Scotty or something like that. Well, then I wouldn't still wouldn't have been able to read your pics. Yeah, true. <laughs> Sending him in from incognito. <laughs> Some random person that we're just allowing to start picking for the title. Congrats to Boris. He's our new Satpod Picks champion. Who I originally thought had beat you by a full match. Turns out you guys tied. Yeah. And then he beat you by 44 seconds, which is fucking just it's real close. ridiculous that he did that. Uh, you know what? I'm not even salty. I was no. Like, oh, man. That's... I got a genuine chance of this. It's me yeah. and Boris. And then the guy comes in and comes down to the tiebreaker, and it couldn't have been any closer. That meningitis or mumps or whatever really fucked me. It's true. Yeah. I did kind of throw a curveball in it. I lost so. both those matches, and I had them both right before the mumps. Oh, well. What can you do? Hey, regroup. Mumps be mumping. Yeah, so as the expression goes. It is October 26th, 2017. The uh, the post-TLC edition of the Satpod. Uh, we got lots of stuff to talk about when it comes to the wrestling world. But first, I didn't do anything. Brando, did you do anything? Mm, usually, if you don't do anything, I didn't really do anything. It's been a month worth of wait. So, uh, God willing, he's got something to tell us about. Scotty, what's going on? Um, hmm. I went to a concert. Whom? Saw the Imagine Dragons. There Are they all... the Imagine Dragons or no, just Imagine Dragons? I think it's just Imagine Dragons. Okay. I think I'm just like a guy I... who likes to put the in front of bands. I've it's... heard the before, too. Though, the so Blink-182. The Blink-182s. Actually, speaking of Blink-182, I had a podcast recommended to me, and I'm not sure if I'm going to check it out. Okay. It's called Blink-155, mm. And every week, they just review a different Blink-182 song. Just one song? One song. How long is the podcast? I don't know. I haven't checked out that. Four just, uh, hours. Yes. <laughs> well, I was thinking, I was like, I know there's a, a podcast that reviews every episode of The Simpsons. Right. And, and they put out two a week, I think. Okay. And we were like, okay, I get how you can review 30 minutes worth of a TV sure. show. Yeah. How do you do that with a song? Like well, one song. Like, oh, yeah, Mark Hoppus, he wrote a, he wrote a great bass line on this mm. one. Sounds... Almost it's similar to the exact same baseline on the next track. Um, speaking of podcast, Colton Kelly today was telling me about um, the Finding Richard Simmons podcast. Oh, yeah. Finding Richard Simmons is legit. I might legitimately listen to that. It sounds super interesting. And it's like a quick, like, you know, another like podcast, like I'll use New Blood Rising as an example. Originally, when they started, they're like, we're just going to do the New Blood Rising arc of WCW. And then they just continued. And they're like, well, now we got a silly name, kind of. Finding Richard Simmons is like 10 episodes in and out. What happened to him? Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. I had the guy to that. Suplex City Limits actually recommend that to me. There you go. And I was like, that sounds weird enough to check out. <laughs> He's a funny dude. I enjoy Richard Simmons. I went as him as for, uh, at Halloween two, year, two years ago. Three years ago. Two years ago. Right. Two years ago. I just love his cameo in Space Jam. Three years ago. Three years ago? Yeah. That sounds better than one year ago. Yeah. One year ago, you were. Lou Albano, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two years ago, you were a cow. No, that was the first year. That was four years ago. 
Uh, two years ago, I was... Oh, shit, maybe it was two years ago then. No, it couldn't have been, because that would have been 2015. 2014 is when I was... And James was still there, and he was the Andre the Giant. Who what, who are you, that one? The Richard Simmons. Okay. The year before that, the cow? Oh, that's the year I worked, and I was the box. Two years ago, I was the Bears box, because I didn't want to wear a costume, so I got a cardboard box, and... Mm. Nobody's gonna understand the reference because no, it's to the, it's the, to the radio yeah, station, so it's local, not even worth. <laughs> real local pop right there. Uh, what else, Scotty? What else you got? It. Uh, we lost Jim Leahy. That was yeah. pretty big. Uh, it's true. Mm-hmm. And then we I lost Gord Downey like a couple days later. It's mm-hmm. Tough day. Tough day for this country. Yeah, it was tough. Tough week. It was yep. a tough time to be a Canadian icon. It's true. Watch your back, Alan Thick. He's already dead. Oh, he died like this year, I think. Was they got him. Year? They already got Alan Thick. Maybe late last year. I don't know. Really late last year, I think. They did get Alan Thick. He's definitely it. dead, though. I, I can I can guarantee I a, you that. I did a story about it. They didn't get this dead. Canadian icon, though. December 13, 2016. So Robin Thick, though. He's still, still, he's still ticking. Is he Canadian? No. Uh, well, probably half. Probably half and half. Yeah. One of those. I think that's how that works. If your father's Canadian or your mother, one of the. You automatically get it. I think. I don't know. Mm. Just spitballing. Just spitballing ideas here. Uh, then last, I'll just close it with, uh, I bought a couple different video games. Okay. So on Friday the 13th, I was like, man, WWE comes out today. Mm. I'm going to go pick it up. I go in, I'm like, like to pick up my copy of WWE, please. And they're like, oh, sorry. You bought the regular person edition. Only deluxe edition comes out today. And I was like, oh, okay. Like Wikipedia just says it comes out today. I thought it was just if you pre-ordered period, you got it four days early. No, nah, it's got to be the deluxe. Huh. But not only that, I got fucked on my Kurt Angle pre-order too. Like I didn't get my DLC code. They're like, call the store. I called the store like the next two days. They're like, we still didn't get them. And then I gave up. Mm. Um, I didn't had... get Kurt. Yeah. And like, not that like, I haven't bought a WWE game in like four years. Mm-hmm. And like, it helped that like the guy on the cover I liked. Okay. Because yep. when it's like, oh, it's Brock Lesnar, I'm like, nah, I'm not into that. <laughs> or it's like the pre-order bonus is Sting, and I'm like, ah, I'm not into that. That's interesting that you say that, because I think I've always saw like the cover guy come out and be like, no one buys based on that. But there you are, Scotty. I'm a, uh, you know what's funny? Cover guy. I only have like CM Punk and Daniel Bryan on covers, and now Seth Rollins. That's all right. Which are very much my guys, but yeah. So when it was like, Kurt Angle's a pre-order bonus, I was like, all right, like right, I'll get that. I had a hell of a time downloading Kurt Angle as well. Like, I got the code because I just bought it all uh, digitally. I didn't go to the store. But it doesn't show up the way other DLC in every other game ever made does. I had to go into the store and search it and then download it because it's, like, totally separate from the fucking game itself for some reason. Hmm. Then I downloaded it as well as the Cena thing because I got the full Cena enough, whatever the fuck that is, where you get... Batista and Rob Van Dam in it as well. Gotta get those two. Though that one downloaded. Kurt Angle didn't, but it said that it downloaded. So like if I went to the store to try and download it again, it's like downloaded. I'm like, okay, well, how do I uninstall it so I can reinstall it? But it doesn't think that it's installed. So it was just fucking in limbo for like, I don't know, two days before I finally just I don't know, I opened it one time and it was there. Mm. Fascinating. That game continues to be okay. I haven't yet to hit a dislike with it yet. Broken as shit, maybe? Yeah, a couple, couple it's, it's a little breaks. broken. 
I've definitely all hit like a two hour mark where I'm like, all right, that's enough WWE for me. Let yeah. me get some Overwatch in or something. Yeah, I, I did my big sitting the first time I played it. I did like six hours. Mm-hmm. And that was, I think, the longest I'll ever play that in one sitting. But it's a fun game. I've definitely like played universe mode for a couple of like hours at a time. I haven't really gotten into that. I just did the story mode. I'm see like I'm I'm doing that my career thing a little bit. Um but like after hearing your review of it, I was like, fuck <laughs> like do I wanna play this mode well, where just as an update, uh Andrew Warren is the current money in the bank briefcase holder, so oh. and I screwed AJ Styles over to get there. So oh. He's also the current champion, so there's bad blood already. Nice. Fucking shit writes itself. That was my heel turn, too, which is nice. In my universe mode, Tazawa screwed over Bray Wyatt to become the Mr. Money in the Bank. Mm. Tazawa. In my universe, Bo Dallas is champion, so, of the universe, the universal champion. How did this happen? I don't know. I fast forward, I skipped a month, and then, (laughs) behold, he had achieved the unthinkable. He believed. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Uh, anything else, Scotty? You wanna you wanna talk about? Played Friday the Thirteenth. I'm yeah, real bad. I'm oh, real bad shit. at it. You, uh, I don't know if you had that the last time we podcast. No, because I bought that on the Thirteenth when uh, when I went in and they were like, "No, you can't have WWE oh, so until bought, Tuesday." Yeah, okay. And I was like, "I'm not leaving empty-handed." What do you think? You know what? It's a cool game. It's fun. They also keep... broken. Also broken. <laughs> if you play against a Jason that has a weird laggy connection or something like that, you're fine. like, yeah, you can't run away. Nope. Um, but like the first time I was Jason, I was so excited, but I didn't kill anybody. Like I just, I couldn't find anybody on the map. I didn't know how to use the senses, right? Sure. I'm trying to teleport to places where nobody is. Once they get that single player mode, it'll help people learn how to play Jason a lot. Yeah. Cause it's so tough to just be like, okay, good. I'm Jason. I can practice now, but then you're playing against humans. So you're like, well, they're, they know how to avoid me, but I don't know how to get them. So I'm fucked. Oh, really? Like every time you like break down a door, you're like, oh, no. Fucker just ran out the window, and yeah. now he's on the other end of the house. It's a fun game, though. I still enjoy yeah, playing it. It's still I, fun. I still, to this day, say that that game gets my adrenaline going better than any game ever has. <laughs> when I'm Jason chasing down those last guys, my heart is just going. I'm like, oh, fuck you up. I'm going to get that car, and I'm going to fuck you up. Even as, like, a, the counselors or whatever, like, the game's audio cues are, like, on point. Mm. Like, you're like, all right, it's the quiet woods. Then you hear like a creak or something like that, and then like the violin come in and and you're like, oh shit, he's nearby. We gotta fucking go. <laughs> yeah, it goes from your crouching to just full on sprint. I had a guy fuck me over so hard. I was so excited to escape via the car because normally I, I just wait till the cops show up. Sure. Because when you're scrubby, you don't really figure. But okay, so we get everything in the car. We got the gas. We got the battery. We got the keys. The guy driving is like, hold on, we gotta get the first aid from that house. All three of us get out of the car. We're like, all right, cool. He's like, I'll I'll wait for you. As soon as we're far enough away, he just takes off. What a dick. And he's just the only guy to survive. <laughs> and immediately, like, we're all on mic. We're like, what the fuck? Like, he really did that? Jason just shows up and murks everybody. That's a shame. Can't trust anybody, though. Yeah. No. When like it's Stone life Cold. or death. Like I would not, I'm not going to wait for you guys if I'm in a car and Jason's chasing after me. Yeah. Although I would also never make you guys get out if we were out of there. That's true. If we're already in a car. That's okay. I bet you that guy had full health too. Okay. And he's like, "Oh, I need the, I need the first aid." <laughs> Such from that, my only last thing is that I'm drinking this zombie frappuccino yeah. from Starbucks. <clears throat> Very sweet, but I'm not mad at it. It's hitting the spot right now. Mm. It looks like texturally, it looks disgusting. Oh it, yeah, I think that's what they're like going for. It looks like you're drinking grape play-doh. 
Yeah, it kind of looked like great Play-Doh on the top, and then they got this kind of like blood effect, which is like some kind of cranberry sweetened. I guess it's kind of purple Play-Doh. You never eat it. Mm. You never ate some Play-Doh? Well, I probably have. I licked it. Did they have smell? They didn't have smells, did they? No. No, no Play-Doh's kind of got like a play doh smell like to Play-Doh, it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of Friday the 13th, I finally finished all the Friday the 13th movies. Yeah, hey, uh, would you like? Watched the last one uh, two days ago. What'd you think of X? Oh, yeah, I've been waiting to hear what he thinks That one was, uh, and see, I kind of watched that one in two parts because I think I fell asleep watching it one time. Um, That's too bad. But um, I don't know. It was a little a little campy for me. All like, oh, we're time travelers, and we're going to yeah. unfreeze. Oh, and then he gets a new mask, and it's just like. And the new mask isn't cool. Yeah, You're or, like, or scary at all. Yeah. It's like, I don't, well, you could have at least made it like just a newer, scarier version of the goalie mask instead of this like. Silver robot looking. I don't know. I didn't like it. Where it shows most his face. That was well, pretty bad. Okay, so the movie, part of this the movies that are the best is like the tar, the Tommy Jarvis arc, like from like three to five. Yeah, that's where the fucking money is. Mm-hmm. Two's good because of Baghead Jason. One is all right. It sets the groundwork for what the series. I think is. Jason looks the best in seven. Yeah. One where he's got the chain around his neck and he's got his face and the teeth are sticking out. Is that seven? Yeah, that's seven or six. Where he was suspended underwater with the rock and the chain around it, and then he finally breaks free of that, comes out of the water. That one. Yeah. That's that's one that I think he looks the coolest in that. Now, when watching these, were you rooting for Jason? Kind of. Were there did you ever find like Campers or counselors that you're like, I kind of like that kid. I hope he doesn't get fucked well, up. Well, I, I side with all the fat kids, which is kind of why I'm all right with Jason. Because Jason was kind of the fat kid that the campers didn't care about, and he drive, drowned. But then there's usually, like, at least one fat guy in every movie. Mm-hmm. Those are always like, oh, I don't kill him, but they always die anyway, so it doesn't matter. They always, always, they all die. Yeah. Why would he kill the fat guy? You'd think that he'd be like... Sympathize, right? Yeah. No. That last one was really, like, the newest one, though? I really like that. Oh, one. the remake? I thought it was okay. I'd have to rewatch it to have an opinion. I thought it was, yeah. I haven't seen that since. Did you it watch came it out. versus Jason? I had already watched that before going through all of these, so I didn't really feel like that. was kind of one of the spurs, that in the yeah. game. Yeah, that's fair. Um, okay, the va- the game, the Savini skin in the game. Is mm-hmm. that not from a movie then? Yeah, it is. Because I didn't see it in any of the movies. Which Savini skin? The that one, one where he's like on fire looking motherfucker. I think that's just concept art. Just for the game? I, or yeah. I think it was like Jason goes to hell or whatever. I think that's from the poster. Like Tom ah, Savini did that drawing. Okay. But then never made it as a practical prop. Into the actual movie. I see. That makes more sense. Yeah. I was like, wait, I'm like, oh, it must be in the newest one. And then I got to the newest one. I'm like, nope. Well, he's just regular. Oh, man. What a what a bad Jason. thing for the remake to be like, oh, there's going to be this dope Jason redesign. <laughs> no. And he just shows up and he's kind of the same. Yeah. Bag. He went from Baghead to finding the mask. And it's good. Oh, and I saw a movie. I saw Happy Death Day. I want to see that, actually. That you, looks really good. You know what? I would recommend people to see it just to have their own opinion on it. Sure. Um, it's definitely something where you might not like the dialogue, because I didn't like the dialogue, where you're like, ooh, I'm now too old for a teen horror film based <laughs> off the lingo they use. <laughs> Dab. Like, yeah, there is shit like that, where I was just like, oh. And a lot of the characters were really dislikable. And normally in a horror film, when you're like, whoa, look at all these cunts. That's what you want. They all get get it in the end. Yeah. But it was just the one girl getting killed repeatedly. But it's kind of got a cool plot of how she kind of figures it out. It's a Groundhog Day, right? Yeah, it's a Groundhog Day. Except you die. 
Except you die. But every time you come back, you're weaker. I saw the new Kingsman movie. Did I talk about that last week? I don't think so. Yeah. No, but I hear it's real good. It is real good. Uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, that actor from uh, the King's Narcos speech. Jeff Goldblum. Nope. Uh, he's more of a Spanish-looking guy. Uh, I know the main guy. He. I don't think he's the main guy. He's like the. He's like the buddy. Of the main. I, I've guy. never seen Narcos. I just. I think I can name. Hector uh, he was, Wagner he's, Mora. He's the re, he's the Viper in Pedro Pascal. Uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, Boyd not Holbrook. <laughs> I was going to answer Randy Orton when you Alberto said Alberto Amon. Maybe Alberto. Polina. No, that's a chick. On, go Juan Murkia. Mer, Mer, Wait, go back to the beginning. Oh! Uh, Pedro Pascal. That might be him. Wagner Mora. What are you looking at there? The King's Narcos. Man? Oh, Narcos. I yeah, guess I could just look up things. Gonna be, I was going to be like, that's harder because all their names are going to be Spanish-y. That would make a lot more sense. <laughs> How was it? Uh, it was really good. Yep. Uh, it is really stylized action movie um, with some good British humor. His name is uh, Whiskey. If you're on that thing. Um, yeah, the uh, you, you've seen, um, I don't want to compare him too much, but uh, John Wick. Okay. How it's that really well choreographed, uh, like gun in each hand. Yeah, just kind of quick in and out, bam, yeah, bam, bang, exactly. take out a bunch of dudes. It's like that, but picture more like over the top acrobatics as well, like wall jumps and hurricane ranas while you're shooting another guy in the head. Oh, shit. As yeah. well as like silly props, like weapons, right? Yeah, exactly. Putting was, someone through a meat grinder. It was Pedro Pascal. Pedro. Good. Who was. Javier Pena in Narcos. Good. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, point on him was that I've seen him in three things now. That movie, Game of Thrones, and Narcos, and he is really dope in all of them. Good. Brando's breakthrough actor that has been around for a few years still. There you go. Probably, all right. Probably more. Anything else we want to clear up before we do the TLCZ? Oilers are up one nothing on the stars. No, nope, it's tied one one. Oh, that's all right though. Ooh. If you're gonna Ooh. if you're gonna yeah. give updates on a live game on a recorded podcast, yeah. maybe get, get it the right. score right at least. Oh uh, yeah, Jamie Ben just scored. So uh, fuck that guy. Hey, fuck that guy. But Connor scored the first one, so yeah. that's all right. Apparently, it was uh, a beauty too. <clears throat> all right, uh, TLC was an event that happened. It didn't happen the way that we all thought it would, as as uh, Brando and I discussed last week on the podcast mm-hmm. with the mumps, the mumps and or the as we at the time had heard viral meningitis, which doesn't really seem to be a clear cut answer one way or the other. Meningitis that- Booker of the Year. <laughs> it's true because it did make this pay per view significantly more interesting. Right. Looking at it. I cared way more post-meningitis than pre-meningitis. Sure. I would kind of agree with you on that, to be totally honest. Um, I didn't watch pre-show match, but it was Sasha Banks and Alicia Fox. Sasha wins via submission at 11 minutes, thus winning. Uh, or not winning, because I was going to say that's winning Boris the title, but I forgot that you guys tied it. Yeah. Our girl Alicia Fox didn't pull it <laughs> out. We all picked her. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a tough one. Tough loss for old Foxy. She had her come up, so. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. She's doing okay. For I think they got her pointed in the right direction. They'll give her a promotion. First match of the night was Asuka and Emma. Uh, three women's matches on this card? Is that right? Yeah. So they put this one first to, I guess, try and spread them. That doesn't make any sense, though, because appreciate. Anyways, Asuka wins at 925 uh, with the Asuka lock. 
they didn't have her squash Emma. They had Emma kind of carry some of the offense for the first half of this match. And then uh, Oscar kind of beat her a bit and then caught her with the, uh, the Oscar lock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, certainly not a squ- squash. I kind of wanted a squash. Me too. I didn't um, like this at all, to be totally honest with yeah, you. Yeah, like, like I know it probably results in a better match overall, but it, like, we wanted to just see blood when she well, got there. Well, and it makes Asuka look like everyone else. Mm-hmm. When you have this whole thing that you can push her to be the, she's got the longest streak ever. She's the best. She's held that title in NXT for two years, whatever. Right. And then Emma almost beats her. It's like, well, what, what have you done already? Right. Yeah. Emma only... competes with her, and you're like, like obviously it's early, and I don't want to jump to a conclusion and be like an old man Boris or something like that. Oh, but... God forbid. That's a good shot. But like, just like, I, I, couldn't you see Boris saying this? The mystique of Asuka has been ruined or killed. Like, after the two weeks that she's been like, or that and Raw, just like, that's not the NXT Asuka we all know and love. Well, and but the other thing that maybe they're going, and I kind of playing devil's advocate because I actually agree with both of you, but um, the other thing that I was kind of thinking of was when she got to the top end of the NXT card, she was always winning, but she was getting beat around a, a lot too. Sure. Um, so maybe they're just saying, well, now she's on the big roster and everyone's better than the best competition she was having down on NXT. So we don't want her to just go buzzsawing through these people because these are like, oh, these girls are all better than Ember Moon. They're that, on the main roster. That is true because I was also thinking like they kind of put themselves in a bad booking spot with how strong they made Asuka seem. Yeah. But they're like, fuck, is anyone really a credible contender? Mm. So yeah. if they would have done that again, you would have been like, well, hands down, she's beaten all these girls on the main roster. And then it'd be like, well, what do you do then? So maybe that is the smart booking decision to sure. give her a tougher time. Like, I just want her to keep being undefeated. If those aren't squash matches all the time, I think you should try and mix in an occasional one where she just gets out there and kicks someone in the head. Totally. But maybe you could do local competition for that. I just felt like for this first one, that would have been yeah. a better you option. You wanted her to come me. in and, like, blow the doors off the place. Yeah. 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 But that's all right. Uh, Cedric Alexander, Rich Swan defeating Gentleman Jack Gallagher and Brian Kendrick in eight minutes in a match that really wasn't anything special at all. And I they, thought they had a cool opportunity because they weren't on the pre-show mm-hmm. for the 205 Live match to be like, all right, boys, show me what you got. Let's see it. Let's get into this. And I don't think it, for me anyway, it didn't yeah, really grab me. It was underwhelming compared to the other stuff we've seen like all four of those guys do where we've been like, oh, wow, Jack Gallagher is kind of captivating or Brian Kendrick's doing good character work or Rich and Cedric in, in ring is always good. But like there was nothing that really blew you away here. Yeah. And I feel like because they weren't on the pre-show, the WWE put all those like video packages behind them on Raw to be like, hey, these guys aren't just going to be on the pre-show. You guys got to know what's going on with these guys. You guys got to know the story. And I still felt like when it all came together, I was like, I don't know what's going on here. Why is... Jack Gallagher is, is a heel Jack Gallagher and has heel. new music. That's that's what I took out of this. I, I like that new music. I like the new music too, but I don't like the fact that he's a heel. I think he feels like just such a naturally good baby face. Well, when, when it's gentleman Jack Gallagher, you're like, how is this gentleman a heel? Yeah, well, I, and I also didn't ever need his name to be gentleman Jack Gallagher. No. <laughs> it could have just been Jack Gallagher. Yeah, well, did you need him to be the outlandish rich swan? Because they no, made that no, happen I didn't. too. No, you're right. Didn't need that either. Uh, Alexa Bliss defending her title against Mickey James in 11 minutes and 25 seconds. They did a pre-match interview where Mickey or uh, Alexa said that 
Mickey was old and would probably wrestle in her mom jeans, and that's literally what she did. I don't know if there was anything mom about them jeans. Well, they were jeans. That's true. But did I? <laughs> I may not have seen this match. Now that we're talking about her wrestling in jeans, it, they were still kind of wrestling tights, but they were yeah. denim jorts. Oh, or, uh, not jorts. Uh, jeggings. We'll call oh, them. jeggings. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Classy, Mickey. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. This was okay, actually. I thought this was the, one of their better matches that they've had. Uh, one of Mickey's better matches since she's come back. Mm. I actually really enjoyed this match. Yeah, yeah, it might have been my favorite Mickey James match since she came back. Yeah. Uh, Enzo regains his Cruiserweight Championship against Kalisto, eight forty-five. Cheats to win. Mm. Sloppy finish. Didn't like it. No. Don't the ti- care. The title. Fuck Enzo. The title change that we all saw coming. Yeah. Except for me. Oh, I literally. Thought that we all had Enzo. Because I thought I remembered thinking, oh, you almost never get everyone picking a title change. But that makes sense. Yeah. And the streak continues. Brando, as you said there, with like the cruiserweight, like because I was the only one to pick the baby faces in the tag one. Mm. You're like, as always, Scotty's either right in there or yeah. right fucking out of yeah. there. <laughs> uh, Leon Dreisaitl, Discord. Let's go, boys. Um... Yeah, I thought that fin- finish was really slot, like to the point where even Nigel was like, "How did he have a foreign object there?" No, he just poked no. him in the eye, but you yeah. couldn't see because I don't know. I thought it was really fucking sloppy, yeah. but that's okay. Uh, the Demon Finn Balor defeating AJ Styles. Uh, this match went 18 minutes and 20 seconds. It could have gone three hours, 18 minutes and 20 seconds for all I cared. I fucking loved this match. They might have died. Nah, they probably would have been fine. <laughs> Just getting faster and faster the whole way. It's only three and a half 60-minute Ironman matches. That's no big deal. <laughs> That's true. People do that all the time. Yeah. It's a training session. Your warm-up is my workout, bro. This was one of the ones that was thrown together <laughs> because... That's, That's the wrong way. <laughs> ...of uh, the mumps, obviously. Bray was removed from this card, uh, but Finn still wrestled as the demon, but not the Halloween demon that he teased on Raw last week. Mm-hmm. Just regular Just old... regular red demon. Red and black demon. Yep. Vanilla um, Demon. Yeah, this is a really, really good match. Yeah, and, like, it is one of the... Because you wonder why, and, and we're going to get into this, but you wonder why it's like, well, why you just throw AJ at him? And the answer is because that's one of the stories that you don't need to tell a story because there just is such a story there already. They're that good. Well, yeah. and not even that they're that good, but well, the yeah. whole club thing. Like, for people to be like... Like, as soon as they said AJ is going to do Balor instead, you're just like... Oh shit! The club, the, the Bullet Club. Holy yeah. shit! Two former Bullet Where Club leaders. You don't need to put an, a second of screen time to give some like people something to talk about for that, right? And like Dave Meltzer had a really great point too, where people were like, "Well, there was no build and no feud," and he's like, "Do you know how many wrestling matches have happened throughout the history where two people have just gone out, won over the crowd, and told the story like that?" And this is a perfect example of it. Like everyone knows that they're good in-ring wrestlers. So just like they didn't need to have all promo time and story, mm. and like AJ traveling from where were they Argentina? Is that where they were? Yeah, somewhere in South America. Good going from there on the Saturday night to be at the pay per view on Sunday is ridiculous too for him to do that much. Fourteen hours, I think they said of travel. Yeah, mm. and then to wrestle this match that I'm sure there was a lot of pressure on him to do well on. Uh yeah, I thought it was really really good. Yeah, it was a good match. They did the two sweet at the end, which mm-hmm. everyone, oh, it's just a shot at the bullet. No, it's not. No. Fuck off. Although that's oh, some petty Vince shit, Oh, Vince only too. brought in AJ so that they yeah. could do this whole match and then do the big fucking middle finger. No, it's not. I think that, Fucking like, the people that they brought in for the two Christ. matches 
for the people who had to get canceled were great replacements in terms of like you wouldn't want a refund if you bought a ticket where you're like, oh, instead of this, I'm getting this. Okay, I'm in. And the in-ring debut of blah, blah, since blah, 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 I'm in. I'm not entirely convinced that AJ was, I don't want to say not their first choice, but maybe not their only person that they reached out to. Uh, maybe they just settled on him, but uh, I think that there might have been a couple phone calls put out there for that. Perhaps a Brock Lesnar would have made a lot of sense, being that this was in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Um, Samoa Joe's got to be damn close to ready, if not already ready. I think already. he's working house shows again. So, But anyways, I thought it was really good. Jason Jordan and Elias had a match because they kept, was it three times that yeah. Elias came out to perform, and then he threw... Throwing groceries at him. Yeah, some groceries and Produce. some... some Lettuce and some fucking thyme and is that how you say it? Thyme, thyme. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Kale. Thyme, kale, maybe. Yeah, some, some kale, kale probably in there. <laughs> Spinach. Throwing some. Yeah. Anyways, they uh, watch these two fat guys talk about some of the healthiest foods on the planet. Jason Jordan won that match. Who cares? I Main do event. not care about the Jason Jordan Elias feud. No, no. But they're gonna keep beating us over the head with it. They so. gave them so much screen time at TLC, where I was like, really, you're gonna try to do the song again? They fucking love Elias. They were filling uh, filling time. Think about it this way, Scotty. If they would have cut one of those Elias and Jason Jordan segments, you would be the champion right now. Fuck. <laughs> Fucking Elias. Or if they just hadn't done that match, I guess that you would have been the champ. You sure. know what? Maybe we should have cut some time away from AJ and Balor. Like, you know, <laughs> trim a little bit of time. Trim the fat on that match. We, got, we have a third... Uh... Grocery store segment and a match to follow. <laughs> Get, don't give them any more time. Main event: Miz, Cesaro, Sheamus, Strowman, Kane against Ambrose, Rollins, and Kurt Angle. That was the replacement for Roman Reigns, who, as we mentioned, also was removed from this card because of the mumps slash meningitis. Mm-hmm. They did this whole backstage thing where uh, Angle's getting ready. Rollins and Ambrose walk in, and he says, I don't know how much i got left in the tank, fellas, but I'm going to give you my all. And they said, we have a gift, and then hand him a vest, which I thought, okay, that's yeah. kind of neat. It's like a symbolic. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're sworn in. Put this in your trophy in. case. And I said, ah, ha, ha, wouldn't it be funny if he came out dressed like them and threw the crowd? And that's exactly what he did. And yeah. fucked When he showed up behind them and put his arms up, oh, it looks like a fucking Make-A-Wish fan. Shit. Oh, it was painful. I want to be in the shield for a day. It was really bad. You're I, Kurt fucking Angle. Like, and like his <laughs> entrance, I was really looking forward to him doing the spin in the yeah. ring because that's my favorite. Yeah, I remember Obviously, thinking, there's the, I wonder if they got pyro for him. The, right, there's yeah. no pyro, so that would have been a little bit of a... But still, just to see him point... And the you suck chance, but him not leading them, hopefully, like yeah. walking to the ring, getting himself fired up. Um, but that's okay. Who knows? I mean, the thing, a couple things about him being picked to be in this match, which I, one of them I said to you, Brando, earlier this week, is that the the, the quickness in which he was cleared mm. to do this match makes me think that he had already been cleared and they were planning on using him at some point. Right. I, I figured it was maybe something with Survivor Series. Yeah. I assume. Kind of thing. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, they cleared him, like, instantly. But... I think Survivor Series makes a lot of sense and that maybe he wasn't fully trained, toned as he wanted to be, so the vest allows him to hide any sort of flabbery that there may or may not Man be titties. on his body for the time being. I mean, the singlet would have done most of that as well, mm. but this way it allows him, and it gives him a little bit of protection when he takes a table bump, which is sure. exactly what he did too. So 
I I just it looks so dumb. It, it looks, looks so dumb for him to come out like that. Because that was that was truly my first instinct. Is like you're you're Kurt Angle. You're still bigger than the Shield. Absolutely. Like don't don't do this. <laughs> they should be coming out in singlets to your music. Yeah. <laughs> come out with their world's greatest tag team. Yeah. Uh, 35-25 this match went. Uh, rather it was a very long match. Rather safe match, too, mm. at, for everyone. Like, there right. really wasn't any any uh, danger spots at all, which is weird considering this is the only gimmick match on the TLC card as a whole. Right. Um, I'm thinking that if it had been the full original Shield, that probably would have been a different story. Sure. But um, they did a good job of making sure Kurt got his ankle lock spot in early and then take that bump. Thought the bump was good. It looked yep. really good, and Braun did a really good job of keeping him safe, which was great. Mm-hmm. They carted him out. Um, anything else before all the shit happened that was good? Uh, the double from the top of the ladder through the table spot was okay from the shield. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. That was yeah, yeah. and Rollins. Uh, but, yeah, anyways, they get up to the top of the ramp. Miz had pre, uh, promised before in a backstage interview that he was going to Toss them out like the trash that they are after the match was done. Anyways, they ended up backing up a garbage truck into the arena. Um, and they wanted to throw the shield guys in there. Ambrose and Rollins like climbed up on top of it and then jumped off. Which they is were just... like inside and they're like, no, we got to get out. Like it was they... like they were in Star Wars and the trash compactor walls were coming in. Yeah, it's you fun, die. Some obscure shit to jump off. That's their That's their gimmick. That's it. Even against Evolution when they jumped off the archway from that the... was dope when that happened. That this was really one good. was less dope. That was a little stupid, but that's okay. Uh, and also, then... another thing they fucked up on: why wasn't Curtis Axel the guy driving the garbage truck? Yeah, I don't know why he wasn't involved in this. Curtis at Axel. All. Curtis Axel's probably legally not cleared to drive a garbage truck. But still, truck. have him just give <laughs> a have thumbs his up. Head, have his head out the window, and then he can jump in the passenger seat. You think seat? Stone yeah. Cold was cleared to drive any of the trucks he drove? Brando? Well, he's he from never Texas. had Zamboni <laughs> training. He doesn't know how to drive a Zamboni correctly. <laughs> I don't know if you need a license to drive a Zamboni. No, but probably a beer truck. <laughs> Considering he almost ripped down the Titan Tron with it. Actually, that was with the Zamboni, wasn't it? No, I think that was with. Oh yeah, it was with the Zamboni. Yeah. Oh, is that where he just like catches the canvas? Cement yeah. truck. I mean, he didn't really drive that. He just operated it. But still, I still think you gotta have license. some training to operate that. Anyways. Well, hey, licensing just might have been different back then. <laughs> <laughs> it was the '90s. Yeah. You slept a guy a fiver. So they were up at the top of the ramp. Uh, Kane and Strowman started kind of fighting back and forth with an accidental chair shot here and an accidental uppercut there and. Kane ended up choke slamming Strowman through the stage right beside the announce table. Um, like, put him right through it, essentially. And then they had, as you know, with the TLC set, they have those strings of chairs, chairs that are hanging from the ceiling. From oh, the roof. The Cena Wade Barrett spot or whatever. I don't even remember that. But I wasn't watching then, so that makes oh, sense. It was during the Nexus thing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was the core at that point. But Cena did that same thing where you, like, Pulls on the wire and then all the chairs oh, really? fall on top of him. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't remember that at all. I thought it was really well placed, right above the the hole in which Braun had been I've, thrown into. I thought it looked really cool. Yeah, I would question how much that would hurt. I mean, the first one probably wouldn't feel great, but it no. wouldn't be like yeah. a death blow by right. any means. I think even um, the top one, you'd be like, "Ow, 
fuck? <laughs> I liked the visual of after he choke slammed him, they had the shot lined up perfectly, and you just see Braun's hand come up yeah, and grab him. him on the foot, like straight up a horror movie. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was really cool. And then he's like, fuck this, I'll pull these chairs down. Yeah. And then he laughs, he walks away. Braun ends up getting out of that again. Uh, and then Kane the rest. sold the shit out of Braun getting out of that hole. Yeah, just like terrified. Uh? <laughs> <laughs> With the head tilt, yeah, which is my favorite tilt, yeah. Kane move. Um, they ended up all teaming up and throwing Braun into the back of the dump truck or the garbage truck and essentially murdering him again. Yeah. The man yeah, that is should, dead. That should this is kill what, man. the second or third time he's been kayfabe killed? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's going to come back the day before Halloween as like a literal zombie or something. I guarantee it. That'd be pretty good. Or Santa Claus. He's going to be the new oh, dead man. Christmas. <laughs> the new dead. Anyways. Um, so he was out of the match for the rest of it. And then they all got, uh, what happened after that? Oh, Kurt ended up making the save when they were in the ring. He comes out. Uh, the first one on Sheamus was a real struggle to get him up there for the angle slam. The one on Cesaro was really good, I thought. Mm. Dumped him into a table. Uh, he looked fired up for the second go-round, which is good, I thought, for the first one. He was still kind of jokey. Ha, 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 this is fun. When he came out the second time, he legitimately looked fired up, which is good. Uh, and then they win essentially with the shield bomb, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it was there was a good spot at the end Don't where say uh, that word. That's what I'm, no, I'm calling it a shield bomb. Oh, fucking um, shield bomb! You just love it, like Michael Cole. Like you know when they're like really trying to get something over and they just keep saying it. Yep. yep. And back in the day, they just were like triple power bomb from the shield, and now they're like, oh, shield bomb. I, too forced. My favorite part of the match was probably when Kurt took the. Uh, uh, skull crushing finale, and then did that like vintage, incredibly late kickout that Kurt Angle became known for, where it was just literally no legs in the kickout, just flung the arm out at like at basically at three. I yep. kind of bit on that shit too. Oh, where I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. no way, Miz gets the actual move. That would have won. He me did the title. it. Yep. Oh my god, he's gonna pin him. Would have straight up won me the title. Oh, well. There you go. Uh, I thought that was actually, all things considered, an okay match. It wasn't like, holy shit, five-star automatic candidate for match of the year by any no. means, but I thought it was okay. And I thought it, I thought they told some cool stories without using all the TLC stuff. Yep. Like, they told some cool stories that you could have told in an ODQ match. And I felt like they gave me just enough angle to make me want more, mm-hmm. and that's a good thing. It was like sure. the perfect amount of tease where I was like, yeah, I was excited for him. He was protected. going to get more. It. What? Because <laughs> <laughs> you're probably going to get more. Well, yeah, I hope so anyway. I mean, if he's cleared, why not? That fucking Jason Jordan thing is still there. They got to do something with that. That's true. So Father make that son. happen. Loser leaves town. Uh, yeah, I thought it was uh, average pay-per-view. I feel like we say that every month, but it was okay. That's good. That's what makes like, him average. <laughs> I liked the main event, and I liked Balor AJ. Yeah, the last two matches were, well, well I mean, Second to last and the last match, yeah, was really all anybody was looking for. Even even before all the mump foolery. That's right. So there you go. All right, that takes care of that. Now let's do the news. And now. Spanish announced table news. Brandon Lynch. I think we did that in backwards order. 
Well, see, I think we should always do the pay-per-view first because there's going to always be stuff in the news from the pay-per-view. Sure. So I feel like we should always At do the that. same time now, I'm saying, so these guys had mumps. Well, they still That's got true. the mumps. <laughs> they weren't on TV this week. They do still have the mumps, yeah. as far as we can tell. Uh, but we might as well... The mumpin' be bumping. Kind of brush past that because we know that they have the mumps because we've already talked about it. I've they never did, seen something uh, like this happen, though. Oh, it's totally unheard of. Like... like for the two main events to be completely kiboshed and having to rework them three days before, two days before the pay Like, I've never seen, due to illness, we have to change the card like that. We even said that when Bo wasn't there that one, the first week that he wasn't on TV, and they're like, oh, he's sick. When yeah. the hell do you ever hear of a wrestler being too sick to be on? Or when do they acknowledge it? Like, we, obviously, people get sick. But we like kidding when... around that he was probably, he must have been shitting himself or something. Oh, yeah, you were like, for them to announce this, like, did he have, like, explosive <laughs> diarrhea or something? Gross. Yeah, they did give everyone shots on the Raw side anyway. I'm not sure if they did SmackDown, but everyone's been given the necessary precautions. But you fellas get your flu shots? No, those are, it's fake news, Brando. Fake news. Um, but they, uh, I don't know. I think, I think there is still a chance that it could spread, so I guess we'll see what happens. Would you like me to tell you more news? Please. <laughs> uh, Rhodes uh, apparently mentioned in a ROH promo that the WWE is stealing the ideas of his late father, WWE Hall of Famer Dusty Rhodes, and War Games was a creation of the American Dream in NWA in the 1980s. Thoughts? That's all. That's all true. His father did create it. Yep. Do you think they're stealing his ideas still? Uh, Clearly, I, think I guess is your proof. I think that's a work, though. I don't think that's a legitimate shoot. Thing from him. Yeah, I don't think Cody's pissed. I think Cody's just trying to fucking mess with the, people. Keep the Bullet Club versus WWE yeah. angle going yeah. hard. Because he did tweet that originally when this all first got announced. Um, yeah, that was the one where he was like, I don't care if you want to use my dad's idea, but at least book Goldie or whatever. Yeah, right? and like give credit and when to him. Yeah, and like by him saying that, it didn't come off salty. It came off him being like, just give my dad the credit he deserves. And fucking book Goldust, because why not? Yeah, he's there. Why wouldn't you? Davy Boy Smith saved a woman from committing suicide. Oh, yeah, that's a huge story. Thanks uh, his years of grappling for saving this girl. Life is precious. I mean, it's a great story, and I'm proud of him for jumping into action and not just driving by and for holding her down because she had a gun. But the hell was he wearing? Hmm. It is Zubaz on. It, it, no, it was like a full-on onesie. Like, he did fucking... He was but, hanging out with Jim Nightheart, man. I don't know, man. He's going on a coke bender in a onesie. Some weird, weird shit that he had. Like, I'm trying to figure out what he was on his way to be doing wearing that. Pajama party. Maybe. Yeah, I get That would make a lot of sense, I guess. That's the only thing that does make sense. Heart dungeon. Either way. Good for Pajama him. Pajama party. Good for him. Uh, WWE is reporting strong Q3, Q3 results in revenue. Highest it's been in that? four years, I think I read today. Yeah. But TV ratings couldn't be lower? Three years. That's so weird how that works. Well, it's, yeah. So this is revenue, which is not profit. Yeah. Revenue is how much money they're bringing in. But if how much money they are also spending is high, then their profits might still be insanely low. Uh, I can tell you revenue increased 14%, which is a lot, to $186.4 million based on uh, strong performance of the company's media licensing and live event business. I don't even know what other businesses they're in. 
Operating income was 33.9, yada, yada, yada. They got a shit ton of mobile games, don't they? WWE Network's average paid subscribers increased to 1.52 million over the third quarter, consistent with the company's guidance. Launched WWE Network in China. Launched localized sure. weekly TV shows in Mexico and Central America. Uh, digital engagement went up. Secured some new advertisers. There you go. I'm sure you get a couple real big advertisers, and all of a sudden you're like, we're making some money now. Bring yep. back Pyro. Soon. How do you have Kane Soon. and Kurt Angle be do in-ring returns, and yeah. there be no Pyro? Kane's the weirdest one. Cause this is the red light now, and like the sound. <laughs> yeah. They like, like pump a sound he in. You can't do that, I don't think. Like You can't have him do that after he wins matches. Because it just would look weird without seeing the fire coming out of the Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which like, they, and we're they trained to like, yeah. look for it. After years of seeing it. Yeah. I know. It's weird. I miss Pyro. You want me to give you uh, maybe a little bit of uh, rumor mill stuff? Please do. Dave Meltzer, one Dave Meltzer, is reporting that there's a match plan for WrestleMania 34 that will be the four horsewomen of the WWE versus the four horsewomen of the UFC. But a B. Yeah, that's uh, that's been... Floating around the zeitgeist, if you will, for, yeah, since for a like while. the May Young, yeah, since they that. brought in Shayna and uh, Ronda was at the thing, and, and Shayna's signed now too. Yeah, I just don't. Ah. She looks like Evil Bailey. Kinda, yeah. Like, you ever seen the South Park episode where there's like mongoloid Stan? That's Shayna Baszler to Bailey, pretty much. Like mongoloid Bailey. Yeah, I just, I, I don't know. How do you have the four wrestling women lose? How do you have them even kind of lose? See, this is the toughest thing, because then do you have these people who are from, like, real fighting, who are your guest stars, do you shit on them with the loss? Or do you shit on, like, your four best, like, girls who are there all year round? Yeah, because I think Ronda is somebody who will stick around, maybe not full-time, but she'll be there more often than not. Can you, can you name the other two who aren't Shayna and Rhonda? Couldn't tell you. One of them's Roddy's wife, but I just refer to her as Roddy's wife. Sure. I'm sure she loves that. Oh, yeah. She loves it. <laughs> but it's, she loves it compared to the things Bobby Roode called her. Whew. Oh. She has very good uh, facial reactions. Yes. Better than Roderick's mom. So, yeah. Wasn't Roderick's mom laughing? Yep. Yeah, she was like, sure was. ah, this is silly. I'm just proud of he's my fine, son. He's fine. He's fine. Everyone calm down. I'm not convinced that this is actually going to happen, though. No, I think, it totally might. That's not, uh, it's a lot of moving parts. I think, I think the it's better a way dream. to do it is to have Rhonda come in on her own first, and then this can happen eventually. Like, you got time. Why would you? Apparently, there was rumors it was going to happen at this year's Survivor Series, so they've already moved it back. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be a lot of work to get them all on the same side, too. Unless it was just like some sort of a women's invasion angle. Uh, yeah, because who are you missing? Two and two. And they're split. Oh, I see. Yeah, you could do that on. Uh, I thought you meant on heel face side, and then I'm like, oh, they're all they're all faces now. Yeah, right now as yeah. we speak. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like hypothetically, are the MMA four horsewomen the heels? Yeah, and that's the other thing. But then what like, do you do? Like Ronda's obviously a big name. I don't think you need either of them to be heels. I but you that's think they one could of those do, things that's like, just hypothetically, crazy. the storyline is WWE's four horsewomen are standing up for, like, they're defending WWE. 
Do you think they could go that route with it? If you do, then they have to win. Exactly, they have to win, right? If, like if Ronda's going to stick around after this, you could do that. They're being real disrespectful to the WWE, all of them except for Ronda, and then Ronda eventually turns on him during the match. You guys are dicks. We're here to learn. That's right. And then fucking knock them all out. Hashtag respect wrestling. Um, yeah, we'll see if that happens. That's all I have for news. Not okay. Not gonna. Not gonna talk about what happened locally. The local news that was breaking all around the world? Uh, yeah, Boris won the championship. Well, Sorry. that too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one Jeff Jarrett has had a hell of a oh, week. Oh, the Jeff Jarrett thing. Uh, he was scheduled to uh, do huh. an appearance at uh, well, here in Edmonton. For RCW. He did the Friday in Calgary and was supposed to be here on the Saturday. Uh, allegedly showed up to the Friday in Calgary drunk. Uh, there's been some stories uh, from media outlets reporting that he was passed out in the locker room beforehand. Um, that, yeah, he was drunk. There's footage of his match, which uh, I watched some of it. And, I mean, there was a couple things. I'm like, yeah, but he's also an older dude now, too. So I, I don't want to say, oh, he was smashed because I don't know. I wasn't there. I have no idea. Yeah. But, there's some slurring in his promo, so I guess if that, that's But that's what, just a southern draw. Maybe. Either way, he didn't end up showing up on Saturday at all. He booked a flight Saturday morning back home and Did just Did you hear what left. he told the promoters? No. Okay, so he, he shows up late. Allegedly. Okay, allegedly. I don't care. No, I'm, no. I'm, Jeff you're not sullying my fucking name through this shit. You and your Susan G. Komen. Oh, I'll watch your back, damn. June Komen. I'm coming for you. Continue. Um. So, allegedly... He showed up like three hours late to the building when he and was in like no condition to like talk or work really apparently just super pissed drunk. And he says that customs had held him up for that long, which could be true. But then he said that customs said he had to leave a day early. RCW then apparently contacts customs. I don't know if you can just do that. Can you call customs and be like, hey, man, why'd you tell this guy that he had a dip or whatever? Possible. I would assume they have a phone number. I'm not sure Somewhere. that they're going to do diddly squat if you call yeah. them. But yeah. I don't no like. I don't know what they're allowed to divulge. Yeah. I'm, but yeah, apparently Jarrett just like was like, "Fuck you guys, I'm going home a day early." Well, if customs told me I'm, to, I would be like, "Fuck you guys, I'm going I'm home." Double G O N. I'm not gone. getting customs on my ass over this. Uh so today, this is the 26th. Uh, it was reported that he is checked into a rehab facility. Uh, a WWE-sponsored rehab facility, as they do for every former employee ever. They help them to get the help that they need. Um, so he is taking steps. Unfortunately, it was because of those events over the weekend that Impact has severed all complete ties with him officially being removed from anything to do with GFW, Impact, Impact everything. Do you guys hear that Impact's getting a pizza? Uh, it's they already have a pizza, I believe. Yeah, well, it's only for like the week of Slammiversary. Or... Oh, I thought it was like a permanent thing. No, it's only it's only for like the week of Bound for Glory and the tapings. Mm. But there's the you mean pulled... the twenty eight hours of tapings that they're doing yeah. in the week? Yeah. So it's the pulled pork pile driver pizza and the scissor kick chicken something, pizza yeah. or something like that. I heard a rumor that and it they has cut eight the crust off, so it's octagonal. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Good for them. They're but, trying things. Yeah, Jarrett, like, I'm not surprised GFW let him go because when the whole Triple Mania incident happened, 
and they didn't like the fact that he was apparently allegedly drunk backstage or mm. was passing in and out before the show. You you can't run a business like that. No. Like, there's a reason why, like, say what you want about Vince and him being crazy or having weird rules. He's always got his wits about him, at least. Yeah. It is. It it sucks to see a guy have to... Like, it's awkward to watch it. Like, it kind of reminded me a little bit of the the Scott Hall when he sticks his head through the curtains and you can just see in his eyes that... Yeah. Well, you're not there. Nobody's home. Yeah. It sucks. But it, it definitely wasn't to that extent. The video that I watched anyway. But anyways, it's weird. It's weird. It was weird seeing RCW mentioned all over the the dirt sheets everywhere and videos and pictures of guys that I have met personally being shared all over these places. I I had another weird moment off podcast. Just you're on YouTube. You're listening to interviews or whatever. And there was a thing. It was like, oh, Cody Rhodes, the hottest free agent. And they said everywhere that he had wrestled. And then they go, PWA Wrestling Canada, right at the end. And I was like, what the fuck? Like they, <laughs> It was like, Ring of Honor, New Japan, PWG, PWA. Yeah. Fucking rights. <laughs> uh, also over the past week, Nia Jax has, uh, nobody knows. She's either requested some time off or has been given some time off. Some people are speculating that it's an injury. She's saying that it's family stuff. Either way, she has a... Um, Leave of absence is, I guess, the term that she's, you'd use. She's missing Total Divas taping stuff as well right. because of it. Yes, so that's happening. There's rumors floating around that The Rock told her to leave. She was unhappy, which, who cares? Uh, the other thing is that uh, those same Argentinian house shows that they were doing over the weekend, uh, Kevin Owens had to leave those. Uh, that was, everyone started freaking out thinking, oh, does Kevin now have the mumps or what's going on? His was legitimate family reasons as well. Replacing him on those shows was Triple H, who twerked with the New Day and beat Baron Rusev. Corbin. And Rusev. And Rusev. Good. So, there you go. He had a hell of a time over there. Rusev took the pedigree like Kane. One knee? One knee, baby. Oh boy. It's 2-2. Two, two. That's, yeah. Do two or none? Two, two. Yeah, that's all you need. In the game. Oh, I see what you mean. (laughs) Two, two. Uh, I think that's it. That's all I got. Anything else from anybody? I think what WWE firing Jimmy Jacobs is very petty. Is it? I don't, I, it's hard to say. Because if you, he, if you post that picture, and they've already just given a season desist. You you know what you're doing. You're fully yeah. aware of what oh, you're posting. Oh, you know what? Like Jimmy had it coming. Like if you would have posted that picture a week before, like let's just say he ran into the Bucks and those sure. guys. Sure. But because it was the invasion day and mm. everybody was all pissy in WWE about it, which is sad. It's just stupid. It was stupid of them to do. It's stupid of them to be mad in the first place. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like, totally agree with of that. Them to do. When the way WWE makes the Monday Night War sound, they make it seem like when they invaded, when DX invaded WCW, they make that out to be a real big moment. So wouldn't you be like, oh, they're just parodying a, a, us, like a imitation a big moment. is the sincerest form of flattery. Yeah, like do you think that they'd be like, oh, they're just making a joke, and right? Well, the joke's always funnier when you do it. <clears throat> It's true. Yeah, you know what? Very Vince true. And guy. also, maybe Vince is sitting there being like, 
hey, remember when we invaded them and then they eventually closed their business? Let's f- tell these guys to fuck right off. We don't want to lose our business. Vince takes me as somebody who likes to pull someone's pants down but doesn't appreciate having his own pants pulled down. Okay, that's everyone. <laughs> I don't mind a good pants in every once in a while. Yeah, but fucking try and check the guy's oil and it's all... <laughs> my butt. That is my butt. Oh, my headphones just went dead. Yeah, mine too. Got lost them? Oh, no, we're good. We're back. All right. That was weird. Yeah. All right. Send us some dollars. Help us keep the lights on here at Sapon. <laughs> Our uh, fucking splitter's starting to go. That's okay. I'm sure there's another one somewhere around here, right, guys? Yeah. It's a radio station. Let's do Raw. Now get the guns, the drugs from my generation. I'll take the fall. The saints, no cause of nation. The rest center. Green Bay, Wisconsin. Let's go watch some wrestling. <laughs> sure. Uh, the show opened with Kurt Angle announcing that Survivor Series will officially be SmackDown versus Raw. He said it in that order, too, which I thought was a little strange. Mm-hmm. You're Raw. Why wouldn't you say it's your name first? You have the opportunity to... Give yourself top billing, and you fucked it. It's always WWE branding. Fucked it all. Uh, He announces a couple matches. Natalia versus Alexa Bliss. Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose versus the Usos. That'll be good. looking forward to that match an awful lot. Bliss Natty might be a little weird because it's heel heel. But but... they'll make it work, I'm sure. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus Jinder Mahal. And two traditional five-on-five elimination matches. One being men, one being women. The Miz and DeBar came to the ring to threaten Angle, so Ambrose and Rollins arrived to back him up. Angle announced that AJ Styles had stuck around for one more night and made the opening match, which I thought was weird because they made such a big deal on the pay-per-view about, ah, one night only, AJ Styles. Yeah. Thank you, Shane McMahon, for allowing us to have one night only. And then you just immediately like, no, 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 it's two. It's two. We were kidding. We were and kidding. at this point, it was like, yeah, this is fucking stupid. It obviously all made sense eventually. Yeah, but, but uh, as of the, now. You're like, yeah. hey, why? What? Why? Yeah. Why you is this yesterday happening? yesterday seem like such a big deal. Fucking, and especially when they had just, like, at this point, I'm thinking, you just announced it, SmackDown versus Raw. Yeah. Why, why are you working yeah. together if you're fighting each other? This makes no fucking sense to right. me. But they, they saw the, all together, the yeah. error of their ways. Uh, AJ Styles, Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins defeated The Miz and DeBar. DeBar. Styles won the match for his team with a phenomenal forearm. After the match, Kane appeared and choke slammed Rollins. That was mean. And then stood in the ring <laughs> for an entire commercial break with his music <laughs> playing and the red lights on yeah. so that he could cut a promo afterwards. You be just being there in the crowd and just being while, like, I know. it would be that moment of awkward, like, you gonna, are you going to say something? You, what do you got, Kane? What are you doing? Yeah. Uh, they're really trying to get him up to bronze level, which yeah. I think is good. You need to if that's the direction you're headed. Mm-hmm. Uh, for him to come out and cleanly, somewhat, well, not cleanly, but dismantle these two without the shield kind of getting in really any shots on him at all. Right. Uh, establishing him as the monster he once was is is a good look for him. Um, Kane uh, was got in a promo. Finn ba- he did uh, essentially an open challenge. The same thing Braun's been doing. I want competition. Or else. Else. He cut a great promo. Kane mm-hmm. Kane uses them big words, those big haunting, yeah. devilish words. 
decimate. Um, yeah, I thought it was really good. Uh, Finn Balor answers his challenge. Kane stuck around. Uh, or sorry, no. Kane defeated Finn Balor. Yep. Kane stuck around after his attack, bragging about ending Braun Strowman and demanding competition. Finn Balor uh, accepted the challenge as we talked about. Kane pinned Balor after three clean. Uh, pin can pin him clean after three choke slams. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, I mean, three choke slams, but just like Balor losing to Kane doesn't seem like moving in the right direction. It's brilliant. What are you talking about? <clears throat> this is a guy who's a fan of one guy against a guy who's understands the booking. I don't know. I love like <laughs> I love Kane. Like wh- last week when he came back, sure. he was Kane through the trap door. I was yeah. like, yeah, Kane. Like. Not gonna lie, in WWE Universe mode, first person I tried to have taken the belt off Brock Lesnar was Kane. Sure, was guy, like, you need yeah. a big guy. That's mm. my monster. You need to be I able to control right. fire. It's a big red yeah. machine. Yeah. Man. Hell yeah! But like, if he would have just beat him clean with one choke slam, I would be totally yeah. In your court. No, three, three is fine. It's just like overall, it's just like I don't know. I don't know what I wanted out of it. Finn had the match of his life against AJ. Or I mean, the the, the demon. Had the match his life against AJ the night before. See, like, maybe, He's tired. Maybe I think that that's counterproductive. Like, oh, he beat AJ on the pay-per-view. Oh, he didn't, though. It was the, the demon, demon did. Oh, whatever. I don't uh, they are. I think they're legitimately booking them as separate people. I, I think they are, too. I think that's why this happened. Was yeah. Because the demon wins and Finn loses. And yeah. I think the other reason why this happened is because AJ feels like he just had a big moment. And it was supposed to be a big moment even when it was break because it was supposed to be the end of their feud, right? Mm. And now it's like, okay, we have a couple weeks until we introduce Finn's next big thing. Whereas Kane, you know what his next big thing is, and you got to start giving him wins yep. over, like, serious competition to, like we said, get him up to bronze level. Like, I don't even know what they're doing with Finn. And he's probably going to be on Team Raw. I would assume so. Yeah. Which means I don't think they're going to go back to the Brave thing, which means we may never see Sister Abigail. We may never know what that was going to look like. That's right. Which is all because of the marks. arguably for the best. <laughs> but I'm still curious to see what they were going to make him wear. Uh, yeah, I wanted to know what like what cross dressing Bray Wyatt. This is going to be like an old like like one of those old ghost lady dresses. Mm-hmm. Totally, yeah. like the ring. That's yeah, yeah, what yeah I pictured. exactly. Yeah. Um, and he would have fucking rocked it. <laughs> yeah, yes, he would have. Oscar defeated Emma. Emma won the rematch from TLC the same way that she won the match at TLC with the Oscar lock. Uh, Emma, again, we said the whole thing about her getting more offense in than maybe you would have thought she would have. Uh, the points that we made are good. I didn't like the fact that they made an effort of the commentators being they made an effort of pointing out Corey Graves specifically that Oscar learns. She learns every time and she won't make the same mistakes twice. But then they went on to book this match essentially the same way they booked the one before, mm-hmm. where Emma carried most of the match and Oscar. Yeah. Beat her in the end and hit her with the Oscar lock. Like when Ray, when Corey was saying that, being like, "Yeah, you got to be careful." She 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 learns and she adapts. I was like, "Oh, I wonder if she's gonna knock her head off like in five seconds." That would have been great too. Yeah, but no. And and it's not that I don't I like that logic of from Graves being like she learns and she doesn't. That's fine, but you can't say that if they're just gonna yeah. book this match and have it look essentially the exact same as you saw the night before. It is. Uh, it is the exact same. Like. It is that wrestling logic commentating of just saying things mm. that sometimes don't actually make like calling almost every wrestler in the WWE always oh, such a smart wrestler, and it's like well no they're supposed to be dumb wrestlers and smart wrestlers <laughs> it's always like no that guy he's shrewd he he fucking he knows boy he's this Washington cunning. is sure smart yeah fucking Washington yeah. 
Andrew Washington. Um, you're from Calgary too in the game. Yeah, because there's no Edmonton. Yeah, from there. yeah we're well, all. I know the reason. We all know the reason. <laughs> um, Murder. <laughs> this was the first time that I noticed, and it was a constant theme throughout the rest of the night. It was in this match uh, because it pissed me off the most because this is Oscar's debut Raw match, and they made such a big deal out of it. The commentators. I don't know if they were baked. I don't know if they <laughs> what the fuck they were doing, but they were super giggly all night and yeah. being too. <laughs> Ah, this is all fun and love roses and yeah. ha ha ha. It was a weird, weird day for the commentators. I thought Booker specifically was like dumb, like really, really saying really, really dumb things. And I don't know if he was doing it on purpose uh, to get a laugh, but he well, was because just... that's the thing is that the only reason Graves was laughing was yeah. because Booker was saying such stupid things. And right. like that was like it reminded me the way Graves laughed was when somebody said. Oh, that Jim Duggan's a real smart guy, and Bobby Heenan just starts losing his lo- like shit laughing. Sure, where because like like Corey Graves sounded like he was genuinely laughing because like I think he was because he's like Booker he, T doesn't know what the fuck he's doing he anymore. Can't believe Booker just actually said that yeah. on this live television wrestling broadcast. Like it, tr- and Booker T sometimes says things that I'm like, okay, you're not watching the match, and you didn't hear the thing that was just thrown. One hundred percent, you can yeah. totally tell what exactly, that absolutely. Like it's like me on podcasts. It's like I'm not listening exactly. to the things you guys say, We've and I'm not that. really w- aware of where we are in Raw. Right You're like now. the white Booker T, Scotty. Yeah. yeah, I got a new phone, by the way. Nice. I, I really want a new phone. I got Brandon, one look at how sick my new phone is. What is it? This is this a six? Six S, baby. I got a seven coming. Really? Yeah. Hopefully you don't break it. I really, really hope so too. <laughs> I'm just worried that you're gonna like. Is it the really thin it's one? Got, it's gonna have an OtterBox on it. Yeah, you take me as the kind of guy. I've seen you throw your phone around, actually. Oh, I throw it around because of the OtterBox. But you still shouldn't. Don't throw your phone. That's stupid. You know why? Because you end up having a home button that doesn't work. That's true. But you have a home like button my... that doesn't work after five years of service. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> did have a good run. Um, there's something else that I want to say about Booker. Uh, yeah, no, you can totally see when he is literally just saying a sentence yeah. and having no idea where he wants to end it, Right. what he's talking about at all, or what was said before, where he's just like, ah, oh, there's... This person's he's right, right big. here. He's 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 doing what he's got to do to get out and, and like contradicting. If Graves is being the straight guy, he's trying to be the heel. He's saying the wrong thing because he right. doesn't. He's not listening. Like, and then sometimes they'll just double down and get like angrier and louder when someone calls him it, calls him out. They'll be like, "No, B- Booker, Booker, he's he's cheating here. You can't say that he's fighting." He's like, "You gotta do what you gotta do in there." And I was like. To win the match. Booker, you just said that he was fighting a clean fight. <laughs> I like this Jason Jordan guy. And they're like, Book, you've shit on him the past three weeks on Raw. Yeah. Nah, me and JJ are all good. Yeah. And then yeah. they'll be like, yeah, no, no, you've been saying bad things. He's, He's looking like, jacked, Well, he, ju- he can't get the job done is why I don't like him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Pick looking lane. jacked. Pick Say lane. that, Brad. I, I still Pick a lane. think that he's better than Otunga. I'm not necessarily uh, missing Otunga yet. I'm I'm in the constant pattern that I'm always in, in that I want the other guy after I've listened to. See, because every time, the only thing, the only thing yeah. that there is about Booker, and it's a negative thing mm-hmm. when you really think about it, is that at least when he talks, I react to it. Yeah. Whereas when Otunga would say something, I would just immediately go, "Shut up! I yeah. don't, I don't want to hear from you. What and, do you know? Who and, are you?" And that's definitely it, because I remember when Booker first started. We were saying, and I specifically remember on the podcast being like, I can't wait for a Tunga to come back. Yeah. Like, Booker sucks. I can't wait for a Tunga. And then I think we just got Booker for long enough, and he got crazier and crazier that we're just like, well, yeah, at least he's kind of entertaining in his own right. 
and it's not that the, like I don't know why it seems like those are the only two options. Mm. Like there's better guys in the company right now that oh, they could put in absolutely. there. Absolutely. But I think I legitimately think it's because they're black, and that's not a negative thing. Nope. I think it's because they want diversity on their announce crew. That's right. And who else is there of a certain diversity other than those two that is an announcer? They've got a Hispanic guy. Well, they have the Spanish announce table. Yeah, but you couldn't get like Ding. <laughs> one Hispanic guy I, in there. I don't even know who there is. I'd like to see them take that Gian Gometsev from the Russian team. Yeah, he's pretty good. I like that cat. Yeah. That's a good looking dude. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Just pick <laughs> one. Just get Funaki back in Fuck there. Fuck yeah. Man, every Let's now and then. Smackdown like, number one. <laughs> there's always one guy, and it's usually a different guy every pay-per-view, on the, when they're doing that whole gauntlet of people, who they just say something that you understand with such energy yeah. that you're like, yeah! <laughs> I liked the, uh, the Punjabi guys because they did a whole, like, <clears throat> arms crossed back-to-back head bob to yep. the camera when they were done. Did they there. do the little finger dance thing? Uh, I didn't notice it, but they might have. They yep. totally might have. Wasn't looking at their fingers. All right. Uh, Alexa Bliss cut a promo demanding the fans chant, you deserve it to her. Mickey James came out, attacked her with like nine inch heels on, which was actually pretty impressive, mm-hmm. and then told Alexa she deserves it. And that was it. She hit a DDT, which actually looked really good. You ever, really uh, good. You ever try and walk with nine inch heels on? I've tried to walk with one inch heels on. How'd that go? Didn't work. No. Did not work very well at all. Hey, Warren, do you hear back from your Instagram girl? Tinder. Yeah, but didn't you find her Insta? Yeah, but I didn't follow her. Oh. No, because that'd be weird. Playing it cool, eh? Yeah, we, me and Warren had a uh, a little chat about that on the podcast yeah, and decided did. that it was, uh, a, little creepy. It was a little too, too soon. Yep. Too soon. Uh, all right. what uh, What's next here? Jason Jordan. Oh, okay, okay, so why? What, what do you guys think they're doing with this Mickey James thing? Because it's not going to be the pay-per-view, and there's only another three episodes of Raw, so unless they're just going to throw in a title match... For Mickey on one of those three episodes of Raw. I could see that happening, actually. And with the whole, like, well, if you win, then you're, you'll face Natalia. You have to think about the fact that they're actually probably going to do exactly that with a lot of people because they can't build feuds with people from the other show. So I think you're going to see a lot of, like, well, we need something for them to do with their own roster yeah. until right before the pay-per-view. The only way you can do feuds with other people on the other show is that it's like, I call you out on Raw, and then on the next SmackDown, you rebuttal, and then I rebuttal to you. Sure. Or via satellite. But at some point, you also have to have wrestling in your show. Yeah. So I get that, yeah, maybe they're going to have a few feuds. Well, then you have a girl win. You have, like, Alexa Bliss win a match, Mm -hmm. and then her cut a promo on Natty after she wins. Yeah, sure. So she beats Becky this week or next week. She she could say that she's, like, putting all the old ladies in retirement homes. Sure. Natty's one of the older ones. Like, I'm not trying to be mean. No, but she's older than most. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's older than most girls. Okay. Jason Jordan defeated Elias uh, via DQ because Elias hit him with a guitar. And I'm starting to think that maybe we should stop letting Elias hit people with guitars. It he fucking so, walloped him. Like, and, like, the guitar didn't break. So I don't know if he just hit him wrong. the wrong spot of the guitar or what the fuck happened. Right. But my God. Like, that weld was legitimate before they even walked him out. Yep. Like, like and it took me. him a while to get him out of there. And he damn near killed him. Yeah. Like, oh, this yeah, is yeah. the second time he's used the guitar as a weapon, and, and both, both times, times he's fucked somebody up at least a little bit. Yeah. Visible injury. I don't really like, like, I know it's a cool visual seeing, like, the guitar break. Oh, it looks 
fantastic. Sounds really good, but too. But I've never been a fan of that as a foreign object spot. Why so? I just It always looks like it hurts the guy. Like, it's always it's one that I just don't think sure. looks safe. It's it it is dangerous because it's usually like an upper body shot and there's a lot of like shards to it. Yeah. Should the only other thing that really breaks like that is tables and mm. it, that's fine. I just think there's a high margin for error with that weapon. Mm. That's fair. Totally. Uh Brock Lesnar came out and officially accepted Jinder Mahal's challenge via lengthy Paul Heyman promo, in which Paul Heyman said that he respects everyone and would never mock them, but he mocks Jinder and the two brothers that are with him all the time. Mm. It was a good promo. Yeah, I, I like really this. Good. That was a good angle to take on Jinder that, hey, I had cut promos on everyone, but at least I respect them for even going up against Lesnar. Who the fuck are you? But you are, you are just not at the level. Triple threat match to determine the captain for the women's Raw team at Survivor Series. Alicia Fox, Bailey, and Sasha Banks. Uh, Alicia Fox pinned Bailey to win the match, earning uh, that right all for herself. I'm on board with that. She's maybe one of the more vocally interesting people. Sure. So if this gives her an opportunity to talk more. She's been there arguably the longest, if not the longest. Probably out the of longest her. out of those her people. Her Natty yeah. would be real close. Oh, yeah, Natty. What? Now, that, Natty's on SmackDown. I just mean oh, I as see. far oh, as oh, everyone. All divas. Fox yes. is the longest reigning. Is she? Yeah, I think she's the longest employed. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Because I'm pretty sure she was there before they did the new heart foundation angle. Sure. Yeah, and she hasn't been used at all, so that's fine. Well, who cares? Let's who do it. We'll give her a shot. This angle or this gimmick has worked for her in the past with the craziness. It so. is quite fun to yeah. watch. She's good at it. Yeah. She is insane. Uh, Although, although. Okay. The fact that she gets mad at people for calling her crazy and now she's got a shirt that says she's crazy, yeah. that probably shouldn't happen. Maybe she'll just stop now. Or maybe that's the part of the crazy. She wears it. Yeah. But then if you call her, then it makes sure. her go okay. crazy. It's, it's all so now we're back on snake board. eats its now tail, we're, maybe. We're back on she's board. like a Slipknot fan that gets real defensive when sure. you're like, oh, cool Slipknot hoodie. And then she's like, I, I only liked the band back in the day. Would you call her an edgelord? Uh, Alicia Fox, definitely. No, all right. Furry and an edgelord. Alicia Probably Fox. a Nazi sympathizer. It's oh, three, good two. lord. For whom? Nooch. The oh! Nooch! All right. Uh, Grand Metalik, Mustafa Ali, Rich Swan, and Kalisto taking on Enzo, Gulak, Nomdar, Arya Davari, Tony Nice, Kalisto Pindamori with a Salida Del Sol, and Will Challenge for the Cruiserweight Championship on 205 Live. There was a promo before this in which the heel team came out. Enzo's voice is still... I assume gone because he sounded horrendous on the pay-per-view and the one word that he said here, his voice cracked, which is funny. Yep. So he had Drew Gulak uh, recite his promo for him. This was the best part I of I thought Raw. that was really, really good. No, I think like, so too. It made me, Drew Gulak is a funny, dry. He's got but the boom. comedic timing. Yeah. <laughs> Realist yeah. champion in the room. <laughs> How are you doing? Yeah. No, it was, it was tremendous. They nailed that. Um, and then they had each guy like spell it out S A W F T, and then Enzo said soft, which yep. made me laugh. Did he really say hard. the T too? T. I think he just said the T. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It was T. You're right. Yeah, he was the T. Um, yeah, the faces won that match. Who cares? Raw ended with Shane McMahon. Uh, so Kurt Angle comes out to the ring. Yeah. Um, this is after backstage. He was in his office. Shane came in. They kind of did the old. Ha, ha, ha. My show's better than your Friendly show. Friendly rivalry. Ah, but my show won Survivor Series last year. Well, we'll see about this year. And then he, McMahon threw out hashtag under siege, which I was like, that's a fucking 
Okay. Uh, anytime to, you say the hashtag is dumb. Trying to book that, I guess. Yeah. Really work that. Uh, and then so hashtag shield bomb. Sure. Yeah. That's right. Didn't you want hashtag scene Scotty? Isn't that a thing you were trying to get going? Yeah, but I was trying to do that from back in the day when <laughs> Trent Beretta was missing off TV. Uh, so uh, Kurt comes out. He's announcing the he was supposed to announce the full team for the men's team for uh, the Raw, and he said the first member is, and then Shane's music hits, and he comes uh, to the ring through the crowd, exact same spot the Shield comes through, which you'd think they would just be guarding that. That's their entrance. You probably go get drunk after. Uh, he comes through with, quote unquote, all of the roster. It wasn't all of the roster, no. but most a lot, of a lot of the roster. The SmackDown's yeah. got a small roster, but there was no gender. There was no Usos. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple other guys that I noticed weren't there. Uh, Baron was the only champion. So who else? Would, there was no Bliss. She's on Raw. I mean, there was no Natty. She was there. Was she, she was there? there? Yeah. yeah, she was there grabbing a handful of the Broski. Yeah. Oh right, I saw that picture. Yeah. Hmm. There was somebody else I thought, but maybe I'm. Anyways, who cares? A bunch of a bunch of guys and girls come to the ring. They surround the ring. Uh, I think Shane just got in the ring and just said, "Under siege." There's no Owens or Sammy. That's right. Those are the two that weren't there, which is great. Which is a great touch. Yeah. Considering the what their whole angle is. Yeah. Um, and then Angle just books it out of the ring like brisk pace. Yeah. A yog. I gotta if you get will. the fuck out of here. He was still trying to sell his injuries from yeah. the night before, which it was I thought, like he had to go to the bathroom, yeah, but he it didn't totally, want to make yeah, it obvious. Totally, Fast totally. poop. He's broken his neck so many times, too, that I've noticed that he really looks like like he's just permanently in a neck brace. Yeah. That he like totally turns his whole torso right. instead of just his head to look sometimes. Which that seems like you shouldn't wrestle if you're doing that. <laughs> I agree. It makes me <laughs> uneasy watching him wrestle. So he runs to the back. Just as he gets to the top of the ramp, Shane says, Go get him. And then the whole SmackDown people that were there, led by the New Day, specifically Big E, which I thought was cool that he was the leader. Start to go through the backstage. Uh, there's a couple of funny moments, specifically the first one. Uh, two of them involving Rusev. The first one being right, right as they're coming out of the black tunnel, right out of the entrance. They were had to be single file just because there's not enough room there. Mm-hmm. And they're all kind of, you can tell they were told just... Be constantly making noise and talking. Yeah, let's go get it. Let's, let's go let's get it. Let's go, so boys. Just this loud noise. But you could hear, you could hear Rusev just going, Machka, 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 Machka. <laughs> like that's just repeating that word over and over again. Which At one is really point, funny. Rusev, when they're in the locker room, is standing on a table just screaming, Let's yeah, go. That was the second like, one. And I'm just like, yeah. Wow. Like he's that guy at a fighting game tournament. The guy who's not even good at this is me. He's not that good, but just getting hyped for everybody yeah. else. Standing really at the table, funny. just screaming just at people. Screaming. Body um, bag. Yeah, they pretty much just worked through. The uh, first two were Titus and uh, Paul Cruz. I liked that they kind of like, ah, oh, what's up? And then just <laughs> jumped them really quick. Yeah. That was funny. Uh, and then they worked their way through. They beat the snot out of a, a producer, like a backstage Like an intern. Guy. In uh, fact, they even think they yelled intern when they attacked him. They chased off uh, Dana Brooke and three random women that are not wrestlers at all that I thought one of them was Summer Rae, and I'm like, really? And that's how you're you just, bringing her back? You just brought her back for that. Uh, Dana ran away immediately, which I thought looked kind of silly. That's fine. She's terrible. Uh, and then they got into the locker room. Matt Hardy was in the shower but fully clothed, which I thought was a little strange <laughs> why the fuck he was in there like He's that. He's got body issues, man. He probably wears a shower or a shirt in the shower. He and actually, the man's broken. <laughs> hashtag Fat Hardy. He actually responded to a tweet today of somebody asking him that. And he's like, 
I was FaceTiming Rebby and I wanted some privacy, so I went in the shower or something like that. He's trying. He's putting yeah, the little He's keeping Kayfabe alive. Um, <laughs> All the shit he does. And then he responds to a fan with a very logical answer. <laughs> well, you see, I was trying to FaceTime my uh, wife and all the savages. whole backstory. You can check my wife's phone. You'll see the call on there. Uh, and then they got... Uh, Rebby's, Rebby's crazy enough to put up her phone records on like Twitter, oh, too. If anyone's going to do, do that. a lot of things, I think. Your um, pussy stinks. She got to the end of the hallway... And then uh, the four, well, four of the raw ladies were there. It was Bailey, Alexa, no, no, it would have been ba- Bailey, Sasha, Sasha. and uh, and Fox, and Fox, and Emma, Emma, maybe. maybe. Who, who else was in that? Dana? Oscar wasn't no. there. Did Dana get beat up here? No, she, she, was... she just ran away. Must have been. Must have been. Uh, I don't know who the fourth person was. Must have been Emma. It must have been Emma. Must have been, because there's nobody else. There's no one yeah, else. I was going to say, we're running out of female talent. And I wasn't there, which is probably for the best yeah. for this angle. because would have destroyed been, them. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so then they kind of did this whole like four-on-four where the SmackDown women came to the front. This is where she, Natty, appears to have grabbed a little of the Long Island ice Oh, rod. the Long Island ice drop. Um. Anyways, uh, then they the fought. The Broski Nuts. Woo, woo, woo. The Broski Bone is what I would The do. Broski Bone. Um, anyways, the SmackDown women beat them up, which I thought was a little strange because it was four on four. But then I thought, I'm like, yeah, the other Raw women wrestled, so maybe that's why. And they have Tamina, so. That's true. She was over there screaming yeah, unity at them for a while. <laughs> that was fun. They come around the corner next, and then they have the shot perfectly. Uh, where they, they come around the corner and the shield are like up on just like production boxes. Batman. Yeah, like they're Batman. Like they're sitting there. Yeah, it was Batman. totally bad. And they like, <laughs> like jumped off and I took some guys knights. out. Yeah. And then they got jumped and swarmed anyway and beat them up. And then and Angle gets dragged there. They bring him back out to the ring. And uh, yeah, Shane kind of got in his face. And I thought, I thought, I could have sworn that Shane was going to hit him with a punch. Yeah. It was just the way that they he was getting closer and closer, mm-hmm. and the way he was talking kind of maliciously like this. And you were, I thought for sure he was going to pop him. Like, okay, we're going to get Shane and AJ and uh, Angle at this pay per view too, which they might still do. Right, and I think they actually will. But it was uh, for me, uh, I thought Kurt Angle was going to pop him. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. Like I, when I when it kept cutting back to Kurt after they brought him back out, and he was just like fuming, and I was like. Shane is going to start saying something, and then Kurt Angle is going to fucking yes, pop him, and that's how this whole thing's. He and did. then probably get the shit kicked out of him. He did call him a son of a bitch a couple times. That was good, which is good. So. Good, 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 good words to use. What uh, What did you What did we think about this ending segment? I like it from like I liked the segment. I liked how the segment was shot and how it was done. Sure. And I thought Kurt Angle did a phenomenal job. Whenever he was on screen, of being like, "Oh, this is fucking awful. I'm fucked," which like, is rare because he hasn't fear. been the best actor since he's come <laughs> no. back. So no. I thought that he actually, yeah, he did a really good job but of this. It's great because he was a great actor in yep. his first run. He was one of the best at the still got it stuff. in there somewhere down there. Yeah, you just had to get him maybe Underneath past all, all the, the pill abuse and broken <laughs> necks. It's in there somewhere. Man, I broke my neck. <laughs> um, Who said that when he got put through I, the table <laughs> at the pay per view? <laughs> and I broke my neck. <laughs> um, and he was like, he went backstage and he was like, where's the Vikings? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I uh, I didn't like the maliciousness of the attack, and I still don't. But I think that by the time uh, we get to Survivor Series, I'm hoping Shane has maybe explained a little bit more. And I think it's going to happen because they're starting this whole thing between Daniel Bryan and Shane. Um, why he's like, oh, we're going to go like attack their backstage production and just assault their superstars backstage instead of going in and like breaking up a match and beating the shit out of a bunch of guys. And like having it was, it was just something jarring about like having the baby faces on SmackDown be like, oh, we're going to like fucking eight on two beat the shit out yeah. of these two other baby faces. It was like, weird too. And on Twitter later, like they're like team blue and they're all taking a picture in a stairwell. Yeah. And like Baron Corbin's like hugging, like he's got his arms around guys and you're like that are baby faces and you're, or it was like Dolphin somebody. Yeah. Or was, I think it was Dolphin Rider. And you're like, no, this is <laughs> no fucking kayfabe boys. But I think all my problems with this segment, I think they'll come to light as Shane maybe gets a little bit more heelish in this Shane Daniel Bryan thing, um, whether that's what their plan is or not. But I kind of want to see some, like, I was disappointed when he came out and was like, I'm a great guy. I'm a good guy. What's up, Minneapolis? Yeah, because I like, was like, I hope he goes out there and his promo is like, for my whole fucking life, I've been trying to get this whole company under my thumb and to be the top star. And then I got given this B show and I want to tear Raw down and show him that I'm the top brand. But then it ended up being not quite what I wanted. Yeah. Um, Scotty, anything to add? What did you think of the uh, ending segment? I liked it for the most part. Like, you know, I was like, yeah, like, got the blood pumping. If, if we're going to do a Raw versus SmackDown thing, this gets me invested easily versus them just cutting promos Absolutely. and then yeah. responding the next week or whatever. Yeah. So it makes it mean something. I still think that there needs to be. Uh, something added. Like there needs to be something on. I said this last year too. There's needs to be something on the line for the winning side because otherwise, what? Are, why are we doing this? Okay, maybe just for bragging rights at this point. Like I think the draft pick thing works well, but if they do Kurt versus AJ, or sorry, Kurt versus Shane, winner gets AJ. Oh, like on their on their roster? Yeah, like let's just do that. Like both guys want AJ. This is a great way to make AJ seem like he has a shit ton of value in the company. Sure, because he obviously does. But like, why not do that? No, that's I. I don't dislike that at all. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty cool. Or idea. I, I like the AJ idea. Or they but, get or a, a pick. pick. Yeah. yeah. Okay, credit to Ashley for that idea. Sorry. There you go. And they did do a good job. Smart well, thinking. I guess we talked this on SmackDown. Well, we'll, we'll I'll wait till SmackDown. Um. Yeah, but I thought it did an immediate good job of me being like, okay, all right, we're doing some stuff now because, mm. the, and I liked that the announcers pointed out that the two sides have coexisted fine over the last year that there's been no right. issues whatsoever and that now all of a sudden there is and it's like well why is this happening and i thought that was really good but that but that is also what i didn't like about it where it was just like yeah why why shane's a dick man i know but then be a dick i want to see it well i'm not even necessarily dick shane is he's, he's repping his brand rep the blue yeah it was just it felt like it was so because you're you're right it was just like yeah, they get along great. Everything's been really well. And now Shane, for some reason, is like, I'm going to just tear you all apart when there is nothing on the line. <laughs> That's fair. All right, let's do SmackDown. Now 
back down live from the BMO Harris Bank Bradley Center in that's a fucking it long is. name. No, was it Heroes BMO Harris BMO Harris Bank Bank Bradley Center? That's stupid. Yeah, that in Milwaukee, cool. Wisconsin. Also, I didn't know BMO was a thing outside of Bank of Montreal. So apparently, there's another BMO. What up, Milwaukee? Is it? It's not BMO. It's BMO. Yeah, BMO. The, the word BMO. I'll be damned. Yeah. Show opened with Shane McMahon coming to the ring. He was all like, what's up, Milwaukee? Um, he explained his SmackDown actions on Monday. He said that SmackDown knew they would fight. Uh, hey, you want me to do a Colton Kelly impersonation? Yeah. He said SmackDown knew they would be in for a fight at Survivor Series, and it is always better to strike first. Sami Zayn then interrupted and selflessly offered the services of himself and Kevin Owens to Team SmackDown. McMahon said he did not want their help, but if Zayn can beat Randall Orton, he gets to be part of SmackDown Survivor Series team. Colton Kelly read a whole SmackDown notes like this. Oh, wow. Yeah, it wasn't... uh, I mean, he's a wrestler. He gets hit in the head for a living, so... It sounds like how when he orders food too, when he's like, "Could I get one Mc Big Mac meal, please? No ketchup." It's three three. Fucking awesome, Jamie Ben. We're missing a we're missing a burner. Yeah, barn burner over here, wasting our way with SmackDown recaps. <laughs> Cad Gable and Shelton Benjamin defeated the New Day. You call him Cad Gable. <laughs> Did I say that? I think that's what. Good. We're back. To, we're back to Scotty reading. God, I missed you. Uh, how I've missed you, Scotty. Uh, Cad Chable. If only I had the time, I would have wrote some <laughs> Scotty notes. There's no K even in it. <laughs> like at least the Chable was from Cad. Gad. Yeah, I'm not sure where I got the other part. The Usos sat in for commentary on this match, and they were doing this whole new thing where they're like, Shelton Benjamin. Yeah, I don't know where that, like, it's got to be a reference to something. I, I just, I didn't, over my yeah. white head. Yeah, I'm too white for this. I think that's, yeah, it must be some sort of a reference, but I are they faces? I think they're the fa- they've been faces since they did the Uso Treaty or whatever. I think so too. As every week goes by, I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think they might be baby faces. Yeah, I think they, they were really too. good on commentary here too, like yeah. legitimately entertaining. They are like they are them. some of the best talkers in the WWE. I would say. I would not argue that. No. Uh, Gable covered Woods for the pin after Benjamin hit an insigiri on the apron. Uh, Brizongo debuted the newest fashion files, which is Quentin Tarantino inspired fashion dogs, which is after fashion pl- or uh, reservoir dogs. Yep. Uh, I like this one, but I also really like that movie. I think it helps if you like the thing they're parodying. Yeah. Because sure. uh, I didn't, I have, I, I don't think I've seen this movie. I certainly don't think I've seen the whole thing. And I didn't really care for this segment as, as these segments go. I didn't really care for this segment. I liked it. Uh, the Ascension are like the biggest baby faces now. Mm-hmm. Like comedical baby faces. Like yep. the whole Brizongo not being their friends thing and telling them like the crowd genuinely seems to laugh when they're like, no, you guys, you didn't solve a case at all. Like you didn't solve this. What about 2B? Like, yep. All right. Anything you liked from it, Warren? Um, yeah, it was, it was okay. I, I still enjoy these things. I haven't really jumped the shark for me yet um although they kind of referenced that it had was it this one or was it the last one? i think it was last, last week's one, one they the brought up one? a jumping the shark thing because they were I, talking I, about happy days see yeah. the problem with right. me like i don't think it's jumping the shark for me because then they'll do one that i like 
it is like the inconsistency of it for me where it'll be like, that one was really shitty and awkward and I didn't laugh once. I bet and you then next the next will one will be like, hey, these are great. <laughs> I bet you next week's will be really awkward, but for a certain audience, it'll be, it's like, it'll be like fashion peaks or whatever. Sure. I haven't, I haven't really gotten into any show that they've parodied yet. Well, it's Stranger Things. Next one will be the, the next only one. one. Yep, next one, I'll know. Okay, cool. Yep. Yeah, I'm excited for the Stranger they Things Pulp one next Fiction? week. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did Pulp Fiction. Yeah, I, I saw that movie a really long time ago. I didn't really get the, the insiders. You never watched X-Files? No. No. No, me neither. You never watched Miami Vice? No. 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 Yeah. I also have only watched this one. one. This is the only one that I've watched, actually, Reservoir Dogs. I like Reservoir Dogs a lot. And I saw a little bit of that movie, but not enough to get. If there was some funny stuff they were sliding in based on the movie, I was not getting it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Not picking up, picking up what they were putting down. You don't really take me to the Tarantino kind of guy. What's some of his new stuff? Uh, Hateful Eight. Django Unchained. Django Unchained. Um, I fell asleep during Django Unchained, but I, Chained, but I was drunk and watching it at 1 a.m. From Dust Till Dawn? That was in the 90s. No, I might not be a Tarantino guy. That's fine. Yeah. It's not for Glorious Bastards, wasn't that him? Oh yeah, and Glorious oh, Bastards. Oh, I like that movie. That's fair. That one's a little different yep. than his normal mold because he doesn't normally do war, but the dialogue was very Tarantino. Mm. Like Tarantino's all about being like like Brad Pitt's like fucking Nazi scalps or whatever in yeah. there. That's very Tarantino-esque. Gotcha. Uh, Sin Cara, speaking of uh, Nazi scalps, defeated Baron Corbin. The f- Baron Von Corbin, <laughs> the go. Nazi. <laughs> The re- working for Red Fist. Oh, fuck. I it was going to be like scalp because he has bad hair. Yeah. That's why he wears uh, the mask. Yeah. Rusev was chirping him on Twitter. Do you see that? Oh, yeah. Being like, next time you wrestle in hat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bless Rusev. This was a non-title match. Uh, Corbin lost his temper and wouldn't stop assaulting Sin Cara in the corner. He was stomping a mud hole right through that son bitch. Uh, when Corbin refused to heed the referee's five count, I would not write, use the word heed in my notes. <laughs> Uh, to break up, he was disqualified. After the match, Corbin then gave Sin Cara the end of days on the floor, which did look decent. End of days, great looking move. Looks even better on the floor. Like when he does it on the floor, I feel like that's when it's at its peak as a move. Because that slap of the mat is really cool. Yeah, the little impact noise it gets. Yeah. Thud. I also like his black hole slam, or what does he call it? Deep six. End of, no, yeah, you're right. Deep six. Uh, that also looks good on the floor. Yeah. AJ Styles defeated Sunil Singh. Uh, Jinder Mahal cut a promo on Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman before the match. Uh, as well as Sunil says to Daniel Bryan, he's like, oh, I'm ready for the match. It'll be phenomenal. And just walks off. And I think they made the exact joke the week before. Yeah, well, Daniel Bryan calls him out and is like, "You didn't you make that joke already? Or was it the other one that made the joke? I think they made the joke yet last week. Yeah. Okay. And then it made the joke later on in this show after this match yeah. when they said they was going to wrestle the other guy. Mm. And Daniel Bryan's like, you already made that yeah, joke. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's exactly Fair right. enough. Styles won in like 30 seconds with a calf crusher. We all figured it was going that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Owens talked to Sami Zayn backstage. I did. <laughs> I, I, thought, say, Warren, I legitimately Warren, thought he was going to win. Warren, and I quote, I promise you. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I can guarantee it. Uh, qualifying for the match next week. Uh, Owens will be taking on Nakamura in a similar stip that uh, Orton and Zayn are going on with. Uh, we get a fatal five-way to determine the captain of Team SmackDown. Becky Lynch defeated Carmella. Sonuka was also in there. Charlotte Flair and Natalia. 
Natalia was in this match? No, she, she was just, just came on the to outside. The ring. Yeah. How was it a fatal five way then? Uh, everyone. Mello, yep. Becky. Yep. Charlotte. Yep. They've forgotten Naomi on the sheet. Oh, Yo, yes. Uprox calling your shit out. Maybe they just put Natalia instead of Naomi in there. Yeah. He can't do that. We're we're counting on you guys. Yeah, it's fucking warning. heed our warning. No up more rocks. Up rocks. Like we're cutting them out. All right. We need Fun. some Scott Town Live syndrome. Write your on. own goddamn notes. So I haven't you just written made a fucking Nazi joke like five minutes ago. I would have wrote that Nazi joke in my jo- notes. Baron von Corbin. That's hilarious. People dig that shit, Warren. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. Whatever you say. All those edge lords are gonna love me now. <laughs> They're like, oh, he normally shits on us, but now this week he's in our corner. <laughs> Warren is Jewish. Yeah, uh, it's true. I'm also Jewish. Uh, Becky Lynch defeat. Uh, like that makes sense that Becky Lynch would be the wait, captain. Wait, wait, wait. Are yeah. you legitimately though? Yeah, I'm half. Okay, because I'm not. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I am. <laughs> Good. So. It would have been. Fuck you, Nazis. <laughs> Leave my people alone. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Look at Warren. Me and Warren a quick, brief glance to be like, "Are we gonna stop the show and ask him he's Jewish?" L'chaim. L'chaim, guys. There you go. Um. Yeah, Becky Lynch, that makes sense. She's captain. Or do you think Charlotte Flair should have been the captain? No, I like the pick of Lynch. It was kind of almost unexpected. And He's I overdue like, for something. I like that they reminded us that last year she was the champion but wasn't the captain. Mm-hmm. So now she is the captain but not the champion. It's, it's cool. It's, Becky Lynch looked that. at Charlotte and said, look at me. Now I'm the captain. Sure. Yeah, that's how that went down. <laughs> Backstage, Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode agreed they'd have a two to three falls match next week. Where every match or every fall will probably be decided by a roll up by grabbing the tights. Yeah, probably. I'm calling that, would that make now. a lot of sense, actually. Mm-hmm. Or like some form of cheating. Yeah, like feet on the ropes or whatever. Yeah. Uh, good thing they're not giving these guys live microphones anymore. Yeah. That one week, Bobby Roode just stunk up the joint. Where, what did he do? He just like, yeah, well, and like he just kind of kept bringing it back yeah. to. I don't know if he forgot his line or if Ziggler was supposed to say something. Yeah. So that his line didn't make sense anymore. Something happened there, and it was fucking atrocious. Time for our main event, though. Randy Orton and Samuel Zayn. Uh, Owens tried to get involved in this. I also want to say that, like, Sami Zayn has been the bomb between coming out and uh, talking to uh, Shane, and he's, like, really hamming up the, the skank and ska dance. He is, and he's he just is. like, hey, old man, I'm into ska. That, like, that one when he got really in there and was doing his little smile and kind of finger-waving, that was like, oh, yeah, you've yeah. really tapped into this fucking dick character now. No. And then he does it something to Randy, too, in the corner, and Randy breaks. Like, Randy has to smile. Like, yep. uh, Orton wins. Uh, Orton hit a low blow behind the referee's back when uh, the ref was distracted by Kevin Owens. Randy Orton is the first man on the SmackDown tag team. The SmackDown founders are rolling in their graves. What? What? Randy Orton is a, one of the most winningest yeah. guys. That's what you were saying a couple weeks ago when you guys were drafting your uh, yeah. your teams. Which, by like the way, Brando's team would probably win in that. Shut the fuck up. Edge? Mine would have dominated. He uh, had Shawn Michaels uh, and Randy Orton who do really well in those matches. And The Undertaker. Boom. Who did I have? I kind of forget. Who I think you also had. have Ric Flair on your team, too. Yeah, in his prime. No, there's no in 16 their prime. 16-time, he's the most winningest world champ ever. <laughs> there's no in their prime. You I can't do that. I don't remember who I had. I think I might have had Stone Cold. I think. No, you might have had Stone Cold. I'm, eh, no. 
I had Dwayne. I definitely had the yeah, rock. Yeah, I think you have Stone Cold. He has the rock. Yeah. I take Kurt. I don't remember. Listen to last week's you podcast. Sure I didn't take The Undertaker. You might have. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember. Did either of you take somebody, Kane? Somebody checked the team. No one took Kane. Okay, no. well, Kane's my first draft pick for my team. That's all okay. I need. All right. Take this. Kane and Zack Ryder. <laughs> Sheldon, <laughs> Sheldon Benjamin with gold hair. And Sheldon Benjamin. All right. Okay. Um,. We forgot to do studs and duds on Raw, so I'm just not going to do it for SmackDown. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, well handled. <laughs> taking a lot of time here. So let's do some emails. Da, Duncan da, da, da. has the, uh, that's your other podcast. You're convincing. Confusing uh, the two. No, I just made that up now. Oh. Isn't that the sound <laughs> that they make? I on don't, the, that little, I don't think so. On ours? Like on Talking Reckless? Yeah, you know, dude, dude, it's that little lasting anyway. So they used mm. to use it. I don't know if they still do. Dear Los Satpardores. From Duncan, by the way. Hey, dudes, I hope your weeks have been super and duper. Question time one. If you guys could gather a five-man Survivor Series team of people you know personally in your lives, whom would you take with the exception that one member must be Matt Eads? Oh, I don't technically know Matt Eads. We're going to have to bring So <laughs> I'm not taking him. That's, I'll that's, take... No, no, no. The rule is you got to take Matt Eads. Everyone's got Matt Eads. Uh, can't I have Oliver? So we're building a four-man team. Is Oliver the fighting game guy? Yeah. Okay. You can take Oliver. Uh, people that we know. So it's just one team for all. We have to pick different people, except all have Maddie. Or are we all just picking one team? Maybe we'll just pick one team. Let's just do one team. Okay. So we each have one guy, and then we can fight over the last ball. All right. I'm gonna take Monchi. Okay. Because <laughs> it's the easiest. I'm going to take. Oh. Daryl McIntyre. Sure. Sure. Fair See enough. A TV news zone. Fair enough. He's a big boy. Uh, I'll have to go with Colton Kelly. I was going to say that. I don't know why I didn't pick that. That would have made a lot of sense. I would have been pissed if you did. I would have had to take Boris then. <laughs> well, okay. Well, there's our... I guess Boris, Boris is on the team. In. There yeah. we go. Team. Got through that one. Uh, if you guys could bring one active roster wrestler of the WWE in to be a guest on the Sad Pod, whom would you uh, bring and what would you ask them? An active wrestler? Yeah. Uh, New Jack? And He's not on the WWE roster. Oh, damn. Um, how active? It says one active roster. The Undertaker still active of the WWE. Well, let's check the <laughs> let's check the thing. Is he in the alumni section? We'll yeah. find out right now. Um, I'd like Warren to interview the Miz again, <laughs> and then but I want Warren to call him Bubby before he gets the sure. chance to do it. That's fair. That's the way to handle that situation. Yeah. I think you just assert your dominance. Oh, this superstar page is the worst now. Uh, it's the worst. I think us interviewing Tazawa would be fun because I don't know if he would understand a lot of the things we ask him. He's still on active. He's still on active? On, on the active, active page. That's yes. mine, man. Okay. And if that's uh, not a fair pick, then Xavier would. If we're going based on the the page, yeah. Vince. Oh, <laughs> okay. There you Absolutely. Go. Or maybe yeah. Heyman. Hey, is Bob sure. Backlund in there? <laughs> I gotta go all the way up to the fucking bees. Give me a second here. I'm better than I was yesterday. <laughs> I don't have a fucking letter thing to click. That's so Bobby stupid. Booker. Oh, the Ron letter Trump. thing doesn't work in WWE 2K very well either. Mm. Um, for like a regular wrestler, I would love to talk to Xavier Woods. He just seems like he'd be fun yeah, to talk video to. Video games, maybe not super interesting, sure, but lots of fun. AJ would be good too. Oh, yeah. Yep. Just talk about his his life and end career. Um, oh, George just low to his face. Oh, yeah, <laughs> baby. And then I beat his ass at no mercy. Oh. Uh, as I'm writing this email, I'm sitting down as I've just finished an essay. Excuse me. What was the last essay you guys wrote? 
feel like this oh. answer is going to be the same for me and Brando. No, I bet you have a different one. Oh, hey. essay? I don't know. Does that count? Does our final report count as an essay? I wrote a letter to that's what I'd like to say. For the, for the yeah, for, for like our TV broadcasting. Here's thing. what I learned in my practicum. It's 10 pages, uh, but it's actually really eight on size font. 16 yeah, instead of 12. That's probably an essay. I'd that say counts. that's an essay. Right. Yeah. Well, that's my pick. That's mine too then. Uh, probably high school diplomas. Yeah, that's true. I guess that. Yeah. I'd write a big one in. Uh, God, I don't miss doing that. I'll tell you that right now. I'd write a big one in psychology when I was Fuck in Concordia. That. Fuck that. It was fucking. I was good. It was my favorite essay I ever wrote. I don't. <laughs> couldn't even name two essays that I've written in my life. Other than that one, legit. Couldn't. Like all your PATs had essays. Yeah, but I, I couldn't tell you the topic. Couldn't tell oh, you what I, I wrote about. I see. Yeah. I thought you meant, yeah, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Like to remember, to be like, that was the best one. Yeah. No clue. No fucking clue. Uh, where are we here? Four. Who do you guys think will end up taking the titles off of the Usos? Fashion Police. Uh, Benjamin and Gable. Yeah. Yeah, that'd make a lot of sense. I don't know that it'll be now. Rowan and the Hopper. You notice that in those things, it seems like Rowan is speaking with a bit of a British accent. Rowan. Rowan. I can can only hear his lisp. I don't know. Maybe it's just because he does have a bit of like some bigger front teeth. He just kind of sounds a bit British. Oh, he's got the big old Kevin Dunn. He speaks a bit like this. I don't know. It just he's Rowan. The way he says Rowan. Like Captain Hook in Hook. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little like that. Uh, five, does Ginger stay up there as a top-tier talent after his time with the belt is done? I don't think so. I think Probably he'll not. I think he'll hang around there a little bit during his like rematch and stuff. Sure. And then I don't think he'll drop rock solid, but I think he'll drop the main card or uh, mid card for sure. U.S. title. Maybe get something done there. And then, honestly, totally could keep falling. Wouldn't know. Possible. Uh, do you guys think WWE will see their mistake in keeping the cruiserweights in one small area after the departures of Nebel and Austin Aries? Is it time to bring the cruiserweights back to the main WWE family? Hmm. I don't really know what that, like, is he saying not just cruiserweights wrestling, wrestling cruiserweights? Yeah. I've kind of been thinking about that more and more lately about like, maybe you should just Ditch this whole experiment and make them part of the roster and have a deeper roster with more matchups. There is some guys in there that would be pretty good at it. Yeah, and there's enough guys on the main roster that are not giants that you can like you wouldn't even think twice about it if it was Finn Balor fighting any of those guys. And it's like it's wrestling. We know it's not real. Like to, it's not like it's unbelievable to have fucking I, I don't know. Give me a cruiserweight. Have him beat the Big Show. Sure. It's not, you know what I mean? Like, it's not Ray like it's, it. wait, that's that's the line. I, I don't believe, I'll believe that Bray Wyatt has turned into his dead sister, but I'm yeah. not buying that this guy just lost to this guy. It's true. Who cares? Like, fucking, if they're good enough wrestlers, then who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. I think it might be getting there, though. I mean, yeah. it would take away an hour of unique programming from the network, which I'm sure they would probably never do if, unless they absolutely had to. But Or I wonder if you could do both. Like, maybe they could have their own show. Where they kind of vie for the cruiserweight title, but then if you could use way more of them if you had some of them in programs with other yeah. superstars. Yeah, or you have a cruiserweight tag title or like the two oh five live tag title. Scotty, you as a fan of both the cruiserweight the two oh fives and uh Leo Rush, do you want him to be there? No. Yeah. I don't want anybody to be in the cruiserweight. It's like, like a dead zone, right? Yeah, yeah. Like 
I tried to watch 205 this week. I genuinely did. I put it on. Kept your eyeballs open? I was I was playing Overwatch, and like I never looked down at my laptop. Mm. Like I was playing competitive. It was a good match, and nothing was strong enough where I was like, oh, shit, let me just check out what Gallagher's doing here. No. Gentleman Jack. He is no gentleman anymore. Not at all. Uh, number seven, put, what, oh, what? Do you guys think this version of The Shield uh, will get a nice long run before the breakup? Not past Mania. Yeah, not past yeah, Mania. that seems. I don't see it oh, happening. I don't think they will be a team at Mania, I will even say. like it... I don't see it hap- anything happening past Survivor Series. I can see them getting to the Rumble. Yeah? Yeah, maybe having their split at the Rumble. Dean. Sure. God, I hope it's Dean. Mm-hmm. God, I hope it's fucking Dean. I hope it's, I wouldn't even mind if it was Roman. It, sure. Okay, if yeah. it's like his first legitimate heel turn is this, yes. Right. But I think Dean benefits from this heel turn more than Roman does. Roman, once he separates, he's going to go back to being the same reaction, I think, regardless. Sure. So, Dean, if you can legitimately flip him, then... That's the way to go. Uh, Eight, with Kurt Angle's pretty okay performance despite his limited time to get ready. Do you guys think with time to train and prepare, he can actually put on a really good wrestling match like he was once able to? No, I don't think he can do anything like he was once able to. You're not going to get a 15-minute five-star classic out of him, but I think he's still got some gas left. Mm -hmm. Arguably more than Sting had when Sting came. And certifiably more than Goldberg had. Yeah, Yeah. I, I can agree with that. So I think that's kind of the bar that bar. we've set is that it goes Sting. I would put Goldberg slightly above Sting. And then Angle is above both of them, I would say. It's interesting with the Sting thing because I like part of me agrees with you because he his body just quit on him during that one match. But also I thought he was 10 times better than Goldberg while his body wasn't quitting on him. Sure. So Because yeah. that match with Rollins, and granted Rollins was, good. was carrying – God, that was a good match until he got hurt. How do you guys think Lesnar versus Mahal will go, considering it can't just be suplex, suplex, F5 pin like it usually is because Mahal is a champion? I think that's exactly how it's going to go. Really? I would laugh and love it if that's how it went, like if they did build it up and then he just destroyed everyone. Sure. Um, but I think it's going to have a special special guest referee. Okay. And I think that special guest referee might... Have some fuckery involved. Mm. And uh, maybe Lesnar does not win that match. I'm not going to pick Lesnar not to win that match. And there's certainly no way Jinder's winning that match clean. I'm trying to think who would be a good referee there. Uh, maybe a guy that you want Lesnar to fight at the Rumble or Mania. Gronk. Yeah. Mm. Oh, wait, that's that's Gronk? disgusting. <laughs> yeah. I think it's someone who's going to screw Lesnar, if anything. Sure. So then you wonder, do they want to do Lesnar and The Rock? Conor McGregor. There you go. Now you're thinking with fire. <laughs> um, <laughs> unless it's Cena, and it's to fuck over Jinder. And so he'll go back to SmackDown and try and win that title? Sure. He's free agent. He can do whatever he, he, he wants. He can do whatever he wants. Sure. 16-time at WrestleMania versus his Jinder. It's got to be with the WWE, not the Universal, yeah. too. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. Uh, I saw on Twitter that some NXT superstars seem to want representation at Survivor Series. How do you think that? Uh, 
Sorry, do you think that could be an interesting idea? If Vince gave you the go-ahead to choose the team, whom would you choose for men and women? Thanks, bros. Keep on making the Kessel run in less than 12 parsecs. Duncan at Brian Danielson with a one instead of an I. What did so NXT tweeted this or what? What happened? Some guys Some tweeted out, I guess. Okay. Yeah, wanted, saying like we in. want, we want, a, we want a team. Show. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you want a five? I think that would be a cool team? idea. I don't know if you can do a triple threat five man team. Match. Oh, that would work. Yeah, logistically, because it, it wouldn't be... be like I think if you were going to do that, you couldn't have the tag in tag out with any other team. No. You'd have to have every team always has a guy in the ring. And then that guy can tag in, tag out, which would be, it could work. It could work. I guess. Yeah. I don't know why it couldn't work. It would just be messy. And you know that they would have fucking one team get down to one, and they would be the ones to win it too. Mm -hmm. But to me, the only reason that that wouldn't work with NXT there is that it has to be NXT is development and Raw is the big show. Right. So to have NXT involved with the, or Raw and SmackDown are the big shows, to have NXT involved in this, they wouldn't be allowed to do anything yeah. anyway. They right? don't want to. They don't want to paint them win. as equals. Like we as wrestling fans know that there are wrestlers in NXT that could wrestle circles, hundred percent around guys on Raw and SmackDown. Absolutely. Yeah. But the rule of thumb is like, no, you work your way through NXT to get to Raw and SmackDown. So I can't see them ever being like, well, let's have NXT come up and like really give Raw a run for their money. Sure. That being said, let's put together a team of five guys. All right. Do it. Um, Alistair Black. Yeah, that's his name. Thank yeah. you. Uh, who else? Who do you want, Scotty? I want Cassiano. I knew you were gonna say that. Fucking fat guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Every team needs one. I think. I think we got two on our farm. for story. Like because you want to tell a great story, you got to have uh, Drew McIntyre in there. Okay. Okay. He's the champ. He's so got he and he's got to lead, lead that the team. way. Yeah. Sure. Um, we'll put a tag team in there. And we the could. authors of pain. Yeah. There's part of me that really would like to see uh, Purple Rain in there. I think Velveteen <laughs> Dream being in there with uh... <laughs> Alistair. Just totally stop talking because he's got fuck. a text message. Sorry. Holy, like, you were mid-sentence. literally mid-sentence when you did that. Wow. That's Finish like, it, that's please. A new, that's a new one for Scott? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Alistair Black and Velveteen Dream being on a team together would have like fun drama. That's what I was just saying. Like, I know, but how you do you even do that? It. How do you stop and not even realize you've stopped and then still be able to pick back up? I don't know. Fucking brain like a hamster, man. Good lord. <laughs> at least, we, at least I got back on track and I wasn't just like, oh, it was uh, good. It was good. I'm too baked it out just, to figure this out. It's, like, it's, it's boggles my mind that you're able to do that. You know what? I was actually going to sandbag you guys originally when you guys were like, Sapod, and then just stare at my phone instead of saying the number. <laughs> that would have been pretty good. Um, we could put Velveteen Dream and then Gargano on there. Okay. Instead of AOP. Instead of a tag team, yeah. Yeah. Gargano would be cool. Yep. All right, there you go. Take that, Duncan, and shove it. Mm-hmm. Gizmo writes an email. Hello to the Satpod squad. Hope you've all been well. I'm glad you responded to my tweet about it being a tie between Scotty and Boris, but I'm sad because my intention was to get Scotty the title, but alas, I failed. Mm-hmm. I hey, man, one time I tried to get a thing happen, and it totally backfired on true. me, too. So That's true. Uh, I have a theory that Boris had kidnapped Scotty by offering him weed and snacks, then locked Scotty in his basement so that he could take his place on the pod. Hopefully, Scotty has escaped. Yes, he has. He's, He's in it. alive and Barely. Well. Hello. Uh, also, quick note, I noticed that Warren has only been an anger, angry wrestling fan when it was just him and Boris. Is Boris's grumpiness throbbing off on Warren when he's there? Maybe. 
That's possible, I you guess. You have a little give and take with the person you're talking to. Or just you guys don't like podcasting when wrestling is shitty. So then it's just me and Boris <laughs> to come in here and get all grumpy about that might it. Be it. <laughs> One or the other. Boris thought, he was like, whoa, Sapod's going to get canceled. Like, Warren's going to end the show. It got bad for a while there. It's, it's, we're getting back to some better stuff. Huh. We'll get there. It's fucking bad. Don't expect much out of the year-end show, though. I'll tell you that right now. I don't know if I'm going to be able to go back and find clips of us doing. Like, I don't even know what happened. There wasn't. We, last year was such a great year where we had all this, like, Scotty said boats instead of fucking whatever. Scott yelled at a fucking emailer. Scotty's mom showed. Like, there was so I mean, this year it's been like, and I couldn't tell you really anything. But... This yeah, been... Sorry, guys. I wasn't very memorable this year. Do better, Scotty. <laughs> I'll try to be more memorable. Do better. <laughs> uh, okay, question time from Gizmo. One, where do you think the Sammy and KO storyline is going? Do you think they will just become a tag team, or will they feud with a team that Shane creates? And they're going to feud with each other eventually. I would assume Mania. That's, that's ways down the line, I'd say. I don't think they're ever going to be a tag team. Like They will wrestle a tag team match or two, but they're never going to just be a tag team, I don't right. think. They're not going to go for the tag team titles. <clears throat> I don't think that'll, that'll happen. Um, I don't know. It's the, yeah, they're going to they're gonna butt heads eventually. And I don't know if this is the time that Kev comes out of this as the baby face. Maybe that's the twist in mm-hmm. this, so that it's not too much like the friend chip of Jericho or whatever they were calling that for a while. I don't know. Anyways. Uh, does Ginger have a chance against Brock? Uh, it's wrestling. A Everyone chance. has a chance. Never say never. Yeah. When the Rumble comes around again, will you guys keep giving away new prizes? I would like to win so they can be added to last year's prizes that I won. Yeah, we'll probably figure something out. Maybe send those out at some point. There comes uh, moments, especially when I wasn't on the pod and you guys would talk about it and like I'm not going to lie. When I got a new phone, I didn't have anybody's numbers. So I kind of had to wait till the group text came back to me. Mm. And I'm like, okay, I know this is the boys. I'm just not sure whose number is whose. I'll have to wait to see who's marking out for what. But there was definitely a moment where I was going to like text Warren, but I didn't have his number yet being like, fucking Warren, right now, like I have money. Like, let's just send these fucking prizes out. But I guess we'll we'll do the gimmick of when we announce the new pool. Get it a year later. No. Uh, well, that way you'll get a more updated PWA DVD too. Hook you up with a new DVD, and is that true? We'll get uh, we'll get you. <laughs> or are they getting the DVD like from last year? One person got their DVD. I mean, we last could do year. that. We could do the DVD, <laughs> and it's from last only because you live locally. That's true. Yeah, we'll get an updated one then. When we send it out, we'll get the newest one. Get... I will never complain about what you guys do in your business because you guys aren't making me do the business. And now so. we have two shirts, so you can choose which shirt you want instead of being forced with the one shirt from last year. You were making the prizes we had, more options. Did we not have the two shirts yet? We might have had two shirts by that point. Shut up, Scotty. <laughs> How did Warren lose his Talking Reckless title? Uh, I was screwed out of it. Uh, Matt Eads booked the title match for 6.30 on a Friday when he knows that I have a radio show until 7 o'clock every single day. It's fucking tyranny. I was screwed out of what that. What a scumbag. Time. Yeah, it was bullshit. Oh, and, then, and, then he, and then he just took it. I'll win it back. Like, Granted, he was the number one contender. But that's not how you do it. You don't and just the, hand it to the number one contender. You fucking have a you match. You do when the commissioner yeah. is the number one contender. I know. If anyone's getting it, it would have been vacant. Yeah. And then Maddie should have a chance to compete for that's it. That's why you can't have a partial commissioner. That's why we have Tyloni. I know. To be impartial. Exactly. And lay down the Because we do it the right way. Goddamn right. We have we a do. fucking belt with some prestige. I'm going to win that title back, though, in a week from Saturday. Yeah. I think. Is you that when that is? Doing pretty good in the in the monies? The fourth? Is that when that's happening? Uh yeah. Well, third into fourth. Uh yeah, I'm currently leading. Fourth into fifth. 
I think. Got a boy. Um, I saw you uh, guilt tripping people from uh, your old high school, so I was like, and hey, I did that did nothing though. That didn't that, do shit, nope, eh? Not a goddamn, <laughs> not a penny, on nope, the... not a cent, <laughs> not a cent. But uh, got a couple family ones figured out finally. Yeah. So I'll be. Uh, hey, if I, I just give be... you cash, yeah, can that go towards it? I can, yeah, set yeah. that up for you. Okay. Uh, Wait, when is, be... what's the deadline? It is for sure. I have it right here in front of me. So I'm gonna have to hang out with you yeah. guys outside a podcast. Fourth, which. Yes. Is the Saturday, so what we're doing it until the end of the stream, so you oh. have until okay, cool. Yeah, I'll give you. I'll slip you a, on Sunday a Twensky or, or some shit. Brando, you want? Sure. I will also be throwing my support behind Warren because I'm not allowed to win this title mm. because oh. I'm not going to be at that stream because I'm going to be doing an extra life stream with my work. Oh, okay, well then you should just give me both of our cuts. <laughs> just give me. If you, gonna, if you were gonna give me you know some what? and him some, just give it all to me so that I can win that title. Uh, give me. I some. gotta. <laughs> I just want to see Matt Eads lose. No, I'm going to throw that out there. I'm giving Warren some also, so give me whatever you were going to give me. Yeah, um, Yeah. no, I'm currently ahead by 100 bucks. Atta boy. Of all Hold of Hold on to that lead. Matt Eads is last, which is fine. It's hilarious. Uh, I don't mind if all wins. I kind of like OJ. Yeah, me too. He's a good dude. Well, at least he understands how things work, how I, things operate. I only kind of like mm-hmm. him, though, if you notice what I just said. I don't fully like him. I just kind of like him. I just kind of like him. Just okay. a little. Am I playing Marvel against somebody? From them? That sounds like OJ. He asked, you know, did you get his number? Or did he get your number or something? No. He was just asking about it? He just asked. Like and then was I was just like, curious. I was like, yeah, like, I'll fuck you up at Marvel. No questions asked. <laughs> I don't even know, like, I, I don't even know who's better. <laughs> I've literally never seen any, either I, of them play. I beat OJ in that one fighting game, so. I'm FGC, so I'm automatically fucking better. Is that like Soul Scott Calibur? Win. No, that was the other one. Like, I'll be like, let's play, let's stream it. What other fighting game do we play that day? I think we only played Soul Calibur. Is that it? You were in the finals with me, so you had to beat someone to get there. Probably right. Calling that scrub out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Five, did you ever tally up the results for which show was the best since the brand split? No, we didn't. No. We kind of gave up on that. I'm I'm almost almost certain it's SmackDown. I think it was going to be. I we still have it. It's not gone anywhere. It's not gone. We Maybe still go get there it. you go. That's something for the year end show. Oh, don't don't. I'm not going to keep. I'm you're... not going to keep track moving forward. It's just that first year from start to end of that year. I will tabulate them. Right. That'll be one thing that we can do. Six. When do you guys coming up with a new shirt or for the hat toss hat? When was the last time you guys tossed a hat? As always, I enjoy the show. Gizmo. When was the last time I tossed a hat? It was recently. Yeah, what was that? I remember when you tossed your hat last. It was the week that Shelton Benjamin showed up, but it wasn't Shelton Benjamin. It was something before something Shelton else happened, Benjamin. Maybe even on Raw. Kurt Angle? Kurt Angle. It was Kurt Angle. It was my, yeah, it must have been Kurt Angle. I think I threw my hat for I Kurt threw Angle. my hat for something on SmackDown before Shelton Benjamin, I think. And I can't remember what it was. It was something big happened on, like, no, no, you're right. out was... on stage, and then he was introduced backstage. But I can't remember what it was. It was the shakeup. Oh, Bobby Roode. It was Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode yeah. was definitely the last one. You're right. Yeah, yeah that was probably the last hat. The yeah. last time I physically threw a hat, I couldn't tell you. Hmm. Many should. moons. Do they make hats at this store? On the what a maneuver? No. All right. Well, if we were less lazy and better at like running our own merch store, I'd say we should get some made, but I don't want to be the only guy shipping that you, shit. You started this whole shirt thing, brother. Just let me let me remind you of that real quick. Just one day showed up and hey, we got shirts now. 
Okay. That sounds great. Scotty, that's... Yep. Let's do some Did shirts. I just pay for the initial fee because I wanted us to sell shirts. <laughs> Probably. Is there an initial fee? Is that yeah, a thing? man? Every time you put a new shirt on that the makes store, sense, though. I still haven't seen a dime for these hundreds of shirts we're probably selling. We got a PayPal account. It's just collecting money. We rarely pimp our shirts nowadays. Cash it out. Buy a shirt. What a maneuver. Cash it out. Get a new splitter. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> it went dead today. Like I saw Warren talking through the glass, but I couldn't hear him. Yep. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the good commissioner, he has written us an email. Subject line, we likey the emails. Mm-hmm. Likey the email. Did somebody say smorsion? I hear Scotty's making his grand return tonight, and I'm happier than a guy with two knives. What the fuck? Who says that? Isn't that a Simpsons reference? It might be. I don't know. It's a reference to something, because I don't understand what it means. Google that. Happy with a guy with two knives. Uh, what was more drawn out, Scotty's return or Emelina's debut? Anywho, let's talk about the world of wrestling entertainment. The best part is that both of them go away for a long time after they make their appearance. It's true. They, they make one appearance and then just yeah. disappear again for an extended period. The fuck out of here, Scotty. I'll be on <laughs> next week. Um, find anything out yet? He looks concerned. Oh, my God. It is a Simpsons thing. There you go. Mo says it. There you go. Sami Zayn is my favorite thing in WWE right now. I wasn't sure how he'd fly as a heel, but suffice to say, I've been impressed. Just curious. What the hell Jesus. was that noise? Oh. There's a weasel loose in you the doing studio. Okay? <laughs> I'm just laughing about it. It's like, oh, I thought they said a guy with two wives would be pretty happy. Nah, you're thinking of a guy with two knives, and Mo's standing there with two oh, knives. Right. He's like, I got to tell you, it's pretty fantastic. I do remember that, actually. Um, I'm just curious, where does the pod think the Best Friends 2.0 is heading towards, and how do you book these guys? Well, there you go. No tag titles. We already talked about that. Two, what sort of angle has Jericho been running on? Oh, we didn't talk about that either. Scott, do you want to talk about that? Oh, the Jericho Omega thing? Yeah. Well, like, Omega's, or Jericho's cruise is going to have that ROH tournament at sea, or on Sea of Honor, or whatever. And Fuck, I wish I could go to that. So do I. Metal bands and wrestling. Fuck. And rumor has it Jericho's going to wrestle Omega Wait, in a so. main event dark match. He's always said that he'll never wrestle anywhere but the WWE, but I think this is the one exception where it's his own thing. Yeah, and it's like, you know how like you can do whatever you want on international waters? Vince can't come after your contract in international waters. True. There you go. It's like pirate wrestling. So yeah, right now they're feuding. Like, they're all like, who's contract? the best in the world or who's the best out of Winnipeg? But it's all just... Fucking, yeah, probably not. The work, but who knows? That's still a year from now. There you go. So he might be under contract. Um, Vince will do another six more months to him. Um, he asks, it's more than likely takes place in New Japan, or does Omega? No, it's it's not going to be either. I think it is the cruise ship. I think that's exactly where they're headed with that. Uh, three, we can all agree Fashion Police has been one of our favorite bits the last several months. However, mm-hmm. as of late, I feel they have been accidentally using this to get Ascension over more than Breezango. I'm not that mad about it, but they should tread carefully as to who they are trying to get over. I believe I made uh, a similar point. Hmm. I remember I it was, it was with you. on the podcast. I think it was uh, while we were watching. I think I might have said it with Boris, though. Oh, okay. Maybe. I think I might. Either way, I think that the exact thing is that they're not careful with how they, like the whole, oh, we want to be your friends. Like you could hear the crowd audibly, ah, for these guys that I think, yeah, I think that's. Like they're sympathetic. Like people are getting mm. behind the ascension. Yeah. Because they're, they are good. They're funny in these segments too. It's not like they're just complete jabronis. So. Right. Jabronis. 
Uh, four, Bobby Roode looks more leathered and wrinkly at 40 than Ric Flair at 69. And that's my fuck Bobby Roode quote of the week. Yeah, he's not doing a whole lot for me. Five, with Halloween imminent and scantily clad women invading like an erotic zombie apocalypse, what are some spooky ghost slash paranormal activities that have happened to you? Uh, the other day I was in my work vehicle. Four, three, Dallas. Fuck six. Uh, the other day I was in my work vehicle and I left the reporter in the vehicle. Vehicle wasn't running, so I was just running in for a little while, uh, which would also be an excuse to leave the vehicle running. But anyway, took the keys with me. No power to the vehicle whatsoever. Uh, she was in there. Eventually she comes running out to me and she's like, yo, the window on the driver and passenger side of your vehicle just came down at the exact same speed halfway and stopped at the exact same spot. That's pretty haunted. And we have no fuck. I took it in a fountain tire and they kind of laughed about it. And I said, make sure my vehicle's not going to start on fire. Cool. Could be ghosts. Could be ghosts. Could also, be. I bought my Goku costume. There you go. You're being Goku? Yeah. That's adorable. Unless I'm Vegeta. But I bought a Goku costume. And the guy I'm going to the Howler with bought a Vegeta costume. I hope you costume. both show up as Goku. We should. Because that would be fun. It's like... Halloween 1996 all over again. Everyone's Goku. I know. And that was what I was like. I was like, remember when everyone was Goku? And now it's like, maybe you see that one guy at the party and you're like, oh, it's Goku. I want to be that and guy. it's probably a black guy it's, being it's Goku. because that show is not very good. Yeah, I don't really like Dragon Ball either. I loved it. Dragon Ball Z. Pokemon, all about that shit. Okay, you guys want ghost stories Pokemon or you want- sucked. Are you dressing up this year? No. What is your best costume of all time? Kid or not? Oh, one time I was a one time I was a human table. <laughs> okay, I think it was Yu-Gi-Oh once. That's yeah. Uh, but I won best costume in grade eight because I was a huge like a table. Like I cut a circle, put all the dressing like table dressing on oh, there, like glued it on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then my head was like the centerpiece. It's too bad you didn't have a sombrero. You could have been the Spanish announce table. Fuck, that's a good idea. It's not too late. There you go. That's your um, idea. For my this idea year. this year was Patrick Kane. But oh, I'm, right. I remember you saying that. But I'm not doing anything because it's a Tuesday. Yeah. I think I'm going to a hip-hop show on Sunday. You should come to the Howler. Yeah, we'll Do you see. still work at Shaw still, or is that completely what? done? No, I don't work That's there at all. Okay. I'm pretty sure that production company went under. How is work? Uh, it's okay. I'm oh, good. I'm do- learning to drive the forklift now. No, oh, Jesus. That's an alarming thought. They Today was the first day. Okay. Just ripping around the parking lot. And anybody with it yet? No. no you should. It, I'm, it's like a, me driving a car. I'm very cautious. Like, I just... How's that going, too? That's okay. Good. Right. Do you need a license to drive a forklift? Apparently not. You do to be able to drive it in the actual shop. No. Like, to actually, like, go and be like... Burr, burr, so how are you allowed burr, to do it, then? Because I'm outside. Oh, I see. I'm in the parking lot with just, like, pallets and, like, cones and shit. All right. That makes sense. Training. Training tell, us, tell us a ghost tale. Scott. All right. Well, uh, the house I live in currently is haunted. Uh, it is a friendly ghost, though, and it is a ghost of a family member who did die in the house. Uh, it is my great-grandmother. Uh, sometimes we'll come home and there will randomly be a light on or a TV will turn on randomly. And we just say our grandma is visiting. But about a month or two ago, playing video games is getting pretty late. And I hear a voice from upstairs very calmly just say, go to bed. And I'm like, whoa. So I run upstairs and I'm like, like I just like, is anybody awake? Both my parents are, like, dead asleep. My brother's, like, asleep. I'm like, all right, Grandma, going to bed. Um, One time I saw a ghost. Sorry, Scotty, what were you doing before this? What was I doing? Yeah. 
I was playing video games. He's not, uh, maybe a little bit, uh, something else. No, I don't really do that anymore. <laughs> okay. Um, maybe that's the problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, because remember when I saw you're a too UFO? straight. Yeah. Yeah, you're too straight, man. <laughs> remember when I saw a UFO and everyone was just like, you're high. Like, yeah, I, that one. Yeah. I don't think you saw a UFO. I, I think God you, damn it. You were high. It's almost a one year, in two days, it'll be my one year anniversary of seeing that UFO. I wonder where it is now. We you believe. Think, you think maybe you're hearing voices because, oh, I don't know, you got stabbed in the head this year? Maybe that has something to do with it? No. <laughs> Are you becoming Randy Orton? Is that what's happening? Are you hearing voices in your head? Oh, man, I'm going to have to go AWOL from the military <laughs> and then make some bad life choices with tattoos and then, <laughs> like, become an internet meme. Yeah. I'll show up to work every day and hate my life, but, like, I'll be dead go. in the eyes. Sounds like fun. That sounds like uh, you yeah, already. Yeah, I've seen a couple other ghosts as well. Uh, Sorry, seen? Yeah. You've like, seen the ghosts or yeah, you've just I've, seen I, the ghostly activities? No, I've seen physical form. Okay. Uh, I saw a physical form of a ghost walking once when I was working at a sheet metal shop. Apparently there was an accident there in like the 70s or something like that. And a guy had passed away. Uh, I'm pretty sure I saw him walking through the building. Um, like through the building? No, not through the building. Just like, the building. like just down the hall kind mm. of thing. And then by the time that I was like, wait, what? It was already gone. I would, like, I have never seen a ghost, but I would think that my ghosts that I would like to see would float. It's always just how I've been taught ghosts are supposed to act. It is weird that ghosts sometimes walk, but, you know, they're trying to, they have unfinished business, so they're trying to be themselves. Do you think all ghosts are different in terms of if they float or walk? Or do you think it's whoever sees them? Mm, I think all ghosts are different. Like, all spirits are different. They can assume whatever form they want. Yeah, mm. they probably take the form that's the most comfortable to them. Just like in Casper. I would take the form of How he dressed up as, as the woman. And he had the big boobs. Yeah. That was we just watched there. Casper. Oh, okay. We did just watch that. Like, yeah, it was really good. Well, good movie. that's... Let's not say it was really good. Brando, was, it was a Brando great time. Brando reviews movies in 2000. It was really good. The effects yeah. held up surprisingly yeah. well for a movie put out in 90. Sure. Eight-ish. But yeah, I love talking to people who uh, have seen ghosts or had uh, a supernatural encounter. Mm. Uh, there are some people I know that I've talked to who like, like the dead come to them, like right before. I would after hate to be they... that person. Four four. Oh fuck, Nuge. Nuge again. But yeah, yeah. Go. I've seen ghosts. Get at me, Ty, for more ghost stories. Um, I don't. I don't. Not believe in ghosts. I don't necessarily believe. I just feel like if I if I go one way or the other, something's gonna happen. If I say no, I don't believe, and that's a bunch of bullshit. Then they're just gonna come. And yeah, there was the one time where our light was doing weird things. I think that. Was and then Monch was over, and he's like, "Oh, is go." I'm like, "Oh, for fuck's sakes, why would you say that?" And then I thought about it for a week, but no, I don't. Uh, I just don't. Hey. Sometimes my shower gets colder. Like, literally didn't do anything. Could be a ghost. Could be a ghost. Could be the fact that we live in a pretty bad apartment building. It's the shower going colder, or was the ghost going through me then? There you go. That's You never know. Um, uh, That's it. Oh, no. Six. Uh, your boy, Oliver, that you're going to fight to the death in uh, Street Marvel? Fighter, he has a ghost. Oh. Or knows of a ghost. Oh, really? Yeah. The house that we uh, podcast, they podcast in and stream in is supposedly haunted. Really? Yeah. Which terrifies me every time I go there. Last of all, a quick game for you all called If They Weren't Wrestlers. 
Rules of the game are quite easy. I'm going to list off five wrestlers, and it's up to you to tell me what their professions would be if they were not wrestlers. Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, professional street fighter player. Uh, street artist. MMA. Fighter. Okay. <laughs> Randy Orton. Uh, um, Killed in action. <laughs> uh, high diver. Underwear model. Carl Anderson. Mechanic. I uh, Grave Digger. Children's cartoon voice actor. Grave Digger? Yeah. <laughs> Children's cartoon voice actor. That's not bad. Nikki Cross. Um Hairstylist. At like a really expensive place. Sure. Professional corset model. I don't know. Television or film actor. I think she'd be good in horror movies. Okay. Bray Wyatt. Damn it. I wish I hadn't just said that for the last one. Um, <laughs> I got one. Carney. Ooh. That's pretty good. Who wants to take a ride? Um, do, 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 do. Garbage man. Motivational speaker. Okay. The man speaks with passion and uses big words. That you're like, mm-hmm. I like this guy. He's got some things to say. Good. Gentlemen, I bid you adieu. Keep doing Wasteland stuff. Grizz4327 on Twitter. Next email um, is from Mouse316. You thought we were... Okay, here we go. You thought you were rid of me. No, no, no. I'm still here, biding my time. This is not over. I shall have my revenge. Signed the mouse in your house. I think this. I thought. I think that is over. AKA the Miz guy. There's not enough spelling mistakes, though. Um, I think the spelling mistakes were always a work warrant. It was like the Zodiac code. Yeah, we never wondered that. We never got the mouse, so this could be him. But we had a dog for a week. Yeah, that that mouse would remember and not come back if there was another. We'd hope. You know, if you wanted something a little more time relevant, you would have been like the fruit flies. Yeah, because my fuck, we we waged a a holy war with the fruit flies. All right, one more email. It's a bit of a long one, but we'll get through it. Uh, Jerry, subject line, fuck TLC. Hey, guys, I got a lot of complaining to do, Mm -hmm. and you're all going to hear about it. That was one of the most painfully boring pay-per-views I've ever seen. How do they not put a table or a ladder match on that card? Enzo and Kalisto could have had a ladder match for the Cruiserweight title, right? Mm -hmm. Alexa and Mickey could have had uh, one for the women's title, too, and that would have been fine because it's TLC. The lack of gimmick matches in a gimmick pay-per-view when the card is significantly worse than I realized is incredibly stupid. Getting matches I would fast-forward through on Raw is not what I want from a pay-per-view. I would have given the ladder to uh, AJ and Finn if they had anything to fucking grab. Um, but I also, like, why complain about that great match? Sure. Right? Like, I only know they could have also had a great match. And th- the same thing with the women. Where I was kind of like, oh, the women usually get a cool gimmick match nowadays whenever the paper. And then mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, but their match was like one of the last okay. things I'd complain about. So and I kind of would have been the, good. Yeah. Yeah. Because Kalisto's done that Salida del Sol at a TLC ladder. before. Yeah. That he can do some stuff. But yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I don't, it was weird. I don't think it was enough to make me hate the pay per view as much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he goes on to explain more. But I could have used one. Or two. I'm not saying you need a chairs match because I think that's the fucking weird. stupidest thing. Yeah. But... I think the ladder match for the cruiserweights makes all the sense in the world. Totally. And, and they uh, haven't had a gimmick match for the cruiserweights yeah. yet, have they? And I feel like it. No. 
They haven't. Yeah. Like, they've done just basic wrestling. Um, and, like, I mean, a tables match is an easy gimmick match to do that the stip doesn't really hurt people too bad, depending on the sure. spot you do. Yeah. Uh, he goes on to say, and the only TLC match was incredibly boring. I was excited when Angle came back, but that's about it. In between that was about 30 minutes of crap. How long was that god-awful match? Uh, I don't have it. 35 minutes. 30-something. Did you guys laugh when Angle walked behind the shield with that big smile on his face? Something about that was very funny to me and my friends. Yes. Yeah. It was It was funny, but not in a good way for me. I like, saw I'm, a lot of memes that were like, remember Roman Reigns? This is him now. Feel old yet? <laughs> yeah, that's not I, bad, actually. One was like, Make-A-Wish Child gets to be in the shield is my favorite. Also, uh, I made a donation to Make-A-Wish the other day. Nice. You know what? They're yeah. one of the charities that I actually do. Like, because I, like... I see what they do, and I'm like, you know what? Here's a ten buck donation, and they're sure. like, "Holy shit, you're gonna give us ten bucks?" And I was like, "Yeah, how much do people normally give you?" They're like, "Like a dollar." I'm mm. like, "Oh, well, here's ten. Ten one dollars. Ten one dollars." <laughs> uh, where's Samoa Joe? They couldn't bring him in to provide some intrigue to one of these matches. He's Still coming. Hurt. In. Yeah, he's yeah. coming off injury, so they're probably. And I think they might have approached him, but they want to bring him back for the right reason. Mm -hmm. As the mystery fifth partner of the Survivor Series team. Sure. Uh, great booking, putting the tag champs and the IC champ in the same stupid match when you don't have a heavyweight title match on the card. Fair. Mm -hmm. That's why that match was 35 minutes. So Kane is being built up to, uh, so he looks like a threat to Strowman. Okay, fine, but please don't do it at Finn's expense. I'm so done with Kane, seen him job too many times over the years, and I'm personally bored with his character and don't want to see him pushed into a relevant storyline. What does this even do for Strowman? Uh, no matter what they do, uh, we all know Kane isn't going to beat him ever. Waste of time feud that I'm not excited about. Does this feud intrigue you guys? What do you think about them using Finn to build up Kane the night after Finn beat AJ? Uh, bearing AJ should mean, uh, beating AJ, I assume, should mean something. Finn beat AJ. He shouldn't get the push, right? We discussed that. Um, Finn and the ba and the demon are two separate entities. Mm -hmm. It seems. Uh, I think it. I am intrigued in this because I like the ceremonial passing of the torch from one monster to another monster. Sure, and that's, that's kind of what they're they're building up to, right? They yeah. did that with Big Show, and now it'll be cool to see them. Because Strowman's going to be the new guy, right? He's yeah. the new big guy mm -hmm. outside of the big guy, right? Or no, the big dog. Who beat the Undertaker? I so say the big guy's been gone for a long time. He's beat the the other tall man, and now there's these two left for Strowman to make his way through. So yep, I'm uh, I'm I'm okay with this. And the problem, like, because he's right, like we, no one thinks Kane's gonna beat him, but at the same time, it's like no one thinks ninety percent of that roster is gonna beat him. Like there's so few guys on that roster where you're like, oh, sure. Braun Braun might lose to this guy now. And as much as I agree that I don't necessarily want to see Kane because he's not a very good, he's not a good wrestler at all. We no. we can all agree on that. And he's out of his prime. But the man has earned my respect enough to be like, if you want to do this, Kane, then you should do it. And if yeah. this is how you want to go out, and this is leading towards, I assume, in the not so distant future, a retirement for him. He's, he can do it. Let him. Like, if they want to book him that way, then he's earned that. He's yep. wrestled more pay per view matches than anybody. He's been around for a long, long time. He's been consistently good up until the past, let's say, four or five years. Sure. So, I, yeah, I got no problem with it. Me too. Uh, also, the Finn AJ match was good, but they can do better. Well, you don't want to blow your load in the first one, I don't think. Uh, I'm surprised they didn't let him have a longer match. I enjoyed it, but wanted more. That's why they did that. 
Thought there could have been more false finishes. I think they wanted you to want more. If you if you don't want more, then uh, they've failed as wrestlers. I think because yeah. then because this is going to happen again. The next thing, right? Like, yeah. If you do it in the first match and get everything out, then what what's the point of that? Especially a match with no build. Like this totally. is kind of like you're like oh, here's a little preview for what you might see. Yeah. You're right. If this was a WrestleMania built match, yeah, then you want to see them put everything they have. But for a match that was thrown together in 48 hours, it's not. Yeah, it was. It was better than you could expect for those circumstances. Mm. Uh, I could go on even more with all my complaints, but this is getting long. What did you guys think of Under Siege? I liked it. Was shocked the crowd was chanting it on SmackDown. Good on that crowd for buying into a storyline, like some good wrestling fans should. Till Mm. next time, keep doing gimmick pay per views without the fucking gimmicks, Jerry. The whiny, bitchy, bitchy internet fucking nobody. Yes, that's our go. boy. We're always here for you guys to vent to us. Some salient points. Try and talk some logic mm-hmm. into you, let let you know what we think, and make you feel a little bit better about how the way things are shaped. But what's Everything's going on? Everything's fine. Everything's fine, yeah. Jerry. 5-4. Yeah. Bro. Benning. Well. Oh, yeah. Draft the Benning. Matthew Benning. Okay, uh, that is the email, sapot316 at yahoo.com. If you want to send us one of your own, whoo, that's it. What a heck of a show. We need a pay-per-view, uh, pay-per-view here. Oh. Scotty, you haven't been here in forever. Let's go with, fuck, this is always tough, mm. uh, especially nowadays. Bro, like we can do a Survivor Series. Let's, yeah, drag- let's go with Dragon Ball Z theme. Yeah, you know what? Just go to that Dragon Ball theme. No, we're not doing that. Not, All right, let's do the Survivor Series that was Limp Bizkit. Which one's that? I don't know. Like 2000, what year did that album come out? You can't mess with Limp Bizkit. Let's go 2004 or five. Because we get it on. When? Every day and every night. See this plastic thing that right here? It seems too late for Limp Bizkit, though. We do it all the time. So you better get some better beats and uh, get some better rhymes. We got the game set. That was the three. Don't complain yet. 24-7, never begging for a rain, rain check. check. Old school soldiers busting up the hot shit, the rot shit, letting bounce in the mosh pit. Sunday Night Heat match mm-hmm. was uh, Tajiri defending his Cruiserweight Championship at 4 minutes 13 seconds with Akio and Sakota at his side against Jamie Noble. Mm-hmm. Team Angle, consisting of Bradshaw, Vacant, Hardcore Holly, John Cena, and Kurt Angle. I got you. Yep. Scotty's gotcha. not even listening. That's right. Uh, taking on the team of that was just for you, Scotty. That was a joke for you. Oh, sorry, man. There. Weren't even. I'll have to listen to it on the playback. Too busy sending me pictures of something, which I'm very excited to see what that is. <laughs> uh, defeating Team Lesnar, A Train, Big Show, Brock Lesnar, Nathan Jones, and Matt Morgan. Oh, I was just talking to you about this team. 13 minutes and 15 seconds. I thought it was some other guy instead of Matt Morgan. Molly Holly defeated Lita to defend her women's championship. Wow, Molly Holly was the champ. 648. Kane defeated Shane McMahon in an ambulance match. 1334. You guys remember this feud. The Basham brothers, Danny and Doug, not to be confused with the Bludgeon brothers, Mm -hmm. which I realized that this week. I'm like, holy fuck. Oh, yeah. Basham's and the Bludgeons. Uh, Defended their WWE Tag Team Championships along with Shaniqua in their corner. Uh, against that was a weird, uh, weird gimmick they yeah, had. Yeah, dominatrix. Yeah, we talk about. She wasn't very good. Either. Carmella and. Uh, they defeated Los Guerreros, seven thirty-one. Team Bischoff, consisting of Jericho, Christian, Mark Henry, Randy Orton, and Scott Steiner, with Eric Bischoff and Theodore Long, uh, in their corners, defeating Team Austin, 
consisting of Booker T, Bubba Ray Dudley, Devon Dudley, Rob Van Dam, and Shawn Michaels with Stone Cold in their corner. This 20, match is unbelievable. 27-27, that match went. Mr. McMahon defeated The Undertaker in a buried alive match, which he eventually came back as the now dead, dead man. Yep. And Goldberg defeated Triple H to retain his World Heavyweight Championship 1145. I remember being hmm. a 13-year-old boy and mighty struggling to get stru- struggling to get into this main event after I just saw a man murdered. Ah, it's true. Yeah. Your whole world is shaped. Imagine if you saw Braun Strowman get compacted That's as true. a 13-year-old. That's um, a great point. I uh that I'd encourage anyone to go back and watch that 2003 uh, Bischoff versus Austin match. Bitch off. Bischoff. Great stuff. Just great stuff. Build a bridge, Limp Biscuit. Yes. Uh, that's what we're listening to. We will be back with another podcast next week, probably on Thursday, unless it's Wednesday. We'll see what happens. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Sapod. I'm at the Diesel Barris. I'm at Brando1990. I'm at Scottbox64. At BB Boris. Uh, the man is in school. Follow him as he does school things. Uh, He's got at- Snapchat now. That's right. He does. <laughs> I don't know if he wants people to know that. Oh, they're gonna know his user account. But anyways. Find him on Snapchat. Uh, there's a PWA show this Saturday, Fright Night, Northgate Lines Rec Center. I'm going to be there and probably extremely hungover. So, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll be there and probably not hungover. It's going to be a shitty time for Sap, me. Sap pod belt will be in attendance. Sneak me in a beer. Assuming I remember. Yeah. I was thinking of, well, I guess it's not a surprise now that he knows if he listens to this, but I was going to think of surprising him into showing up with the title and giving it to Boris. Because he still hasn't gotten it yet. Classy Tried move. to get it to him this week, and I couldn't have get time. And yeah, it'll get to him eventually. But anyways, um, yeah, there's going to be some good matches on that uh, on that PWA as well. So join us if you are in the Edmonton area. It's going to be a fun time. All right, that is it. That's a long podcast, but it's good to have you back, Scotty. Please don't leave us. Glad to be back. All right, do your thing. All right, guys. Until next time, keep on getting screwed out of your Kurt Angle DLC codes. Woo!
Wait for me. Wait. Please wait for me.